Hey y'all, Rick Houston here, and I want to tell you about my new show, the Moonshine and Motorsports Racing Podcast. I've partnered up with the state of North Carolina Department of Natural and Cultural Resources to help uncover the history behind moonshining mountain boys, professional wheelmen, and the backwoods and city lights of the Tar Heel State. In the first episode, I sat down with Winston Kelly at the NASCAR Hall of Fame for a little behind-the-scenes gossip about Junior Johnson's engineering skills. He's got two things in his hand, pipe wrench and channel lock pliers, and they weren't new. They had been been around the block a time or two. What's the first deal they built, I bet? No, no, you know, I think they were, the the pliers had been red before, but paint had worn off. And in the second episode, I talked to a professional hillbilly, a.k.a. Dr. Daniel Pierce of UNC Asheville, to find out the real history of moonshiners and their battles with the revenuers. He wrote about one of his experience of trying to chase down this uh, this bootlegger and this this souped up car, and he he complained that the government gave him these piece of crap cheapo cars, and that, that were really no match. But he thought he was doing pretty good, and then the guy just hits it and just takes off and practically disappears. But then the guy makes a bootleg turn uh, and comes back towards him. And as he said, it was a game of chicken, and I was the chicken. And so he ran off the road. And actually, he was the guy who, who caught Junior Johnson at his daddy's steal when Junior got tangled up in a, in a barbed wire fence. So check out the Moonshine and Motorsports Racing Podcast, available on YouTube, DailyDownForce.com, and all of your favorite podcasting platforms. And be sure to check out my regular show on NASCAR history, the Scene Vault Podcast. Hey there, NASCAR fans. Have you got your copy of the latest edition of NASCAR Pole Position Print Magazine? If not, there's no better time than now to subscribe at PolePositionMag.com. NASCAR Pole Position is the only print magazine covering NASCAR. Officially licensed by NASCAR, NASCAR Pole Position Magazine is published throughout the NASCAR season, and each edition is an instant collector's item. Backed with great feature stories and photography. The magazine is even mailed to you in a poly bag for those who love to collect NASCAR memorabilia. At PolePositionMag.com, you can even find past issues available to purchase. Get your subscription to NASCAR Pole Position and get great NASCAR content delivered straight to your mailbox throughout the season. Learn more at PolePositionMag.com. That's PolePositionMag.com. Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at LionelRacing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to LionelRacing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast.
great. Holy moly. Take off! Yeah! This guy. Thank you! Woo! Hell yeah. Woohoo! Great job, man! Buddy, let her rip. Rain like hell, baby, come on! Oh my god, guys! Yes! Yes! Unbelievable! You guys are the best! Yes, 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 yes! Oh, what a year! What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Darian Gilliam, a.k.a. Black Lives Matter, back for another edition of the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. And for the first time in podcast history, it is on my channel, but we have no guests, so it's just us, guys. It's just us. You um, guys are special enough company. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is more chill. It's more chill I, this way. I really can't believe that that is a thing that we kept doing forever. I, that's hard to believe. Yeah, I know. It's been, man, we've been doing the show for quite a while. And before we get into this, uh, into uh, last week's uh, Cup Series race, we want to thank the fine folks over at Moby. Uh, sorry, this freaking logo thing is freezing up on me. I don't know why. Sorry about that. Okay, there they we can go. see it for themselves. There we go. There we go. I got it up now. There we go. OBS was just messing up on me. But I appreciate Moby uh, for sponsoring this uh, this podcast. Um, their all-new dual-system beard trimmer and sonic cleanser keeps your beard tidy and your face clean. I wouldn't really know anything about that. <laughs> I don't know. I barely I have stubble basically that grows. It's not a full we, beard though. We have a, we have facial hair. Yeah, though. you guys have facial hair, so it's good for you. There, guys. there for a second I thought Eric was gonna shave live on the air. I know. I thought I was thinking like how many how much super chats would it take for me to do that? But let's yeah. not even test those waters. But Moby's uh, beard trimmer features include an adjustable five-step guide um, for uh, for precise hair mm. length, as well as a changing <laughs> stand and fully waterproof abilities. Uh, the beard trimmer is available at Walmart or at Walmart stores nationwide. An entire range of Moby products are also available at Walmart.com. Darren, what's up with your hair, though? This is off topic from Moby a bit, but this is a new look for you, at least on the podcast. Yeah, I like see, it. I recently got a haircut, and I mean, it's I have it long enough to where I can do a man bun and stuff, and I know some of y'all man buns are like, yeah, yeah, you know, whatever and stuff, but I don't know. I figured I'd, I'd just give it a test tonight to see how it goes. At the very worst, I'll probably at least get one super chat making fun of me. So it's a, it's a net profit, you know what I mean? So <laughs> I might as well. Every time I see that hair, like, I think of the guy who used to be running back for Tennessee Vols, uh, Jalen heard he kept his hair looking oh, like that too. Okay, okay. You should be you should do something like you know, if you hit a certain amount of super chats, you'll undo it and just have your hair go in front of your face oh, again, like live. It just be so nappy. You should do that. Why not? All right, all right. If I get a hundred dollars, I'll do that. I'll do the little oh, a hundred, a hundred dollar super chat or a hundred dollars total. Hundred dollar super chat. I have three dollars. Okay. <laughs> What's your Venmo, right. Darian? <laughs> but, anyways, let's get right on into it, guys. All right, so Phoenix just happened with the next gens. Now, my race win pick was in the storehouse camp that being kevin harvick but we had a totally different winner chase briscoe is now a winner in the nascar cup series i almost said winston cup series for a second i almost said i was well you're you're skipping a few decades there yeah yeah yeah. i almost said winston for a second then i was like oh i thought about it see it's jared's hat this is what made me think Mm -hmm. right (laughs) but anyway eric what do you think of this week's race yeah, well, starting with Chase Briscoe, I mean, it's it's uh, he's a great story. You know, I hadn't actually brushed up on my Chase Briscoe um, trivia, if you will. Like when I think of Briscoe, I think of the cursed sixty car, his part in that, how he then went over to SHR, and uh, you know, he was obviously great in twenty twenty, won so many races, was a championship contender. So, but you look back past that, you know, the 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 scrapping, the scratching, clawing he had to do to get through the lower ranks to get to where he is today, the many 
things that had to fall into place, sponsors that just happened to show up at the right time and, and wanted to support him. And uh, you know, he was sleeping on people's couches, volunteering at ARCA shops you know, for many years. He's had to work his way up. He's the kind of story that you don't see as much in NASCAR today, or really in just motorsports period. He is that true blue collar racer who, yeah, he had a racing family. His dad raced. He grew up in the dirt racing world, but he wasn't you know, and I don't mean this as any disrespect. He wasn't Bill Elliott's son. He wasn't, a, you know, a, an Earnhardt or anything like that. He did really have to work for many of his opportunities and it didn't come as easy as it has for many other drivers. So to see him persevere over the years, get this opportunity with SHR, land a big sponsor this off season and get them in victory lane, just four races into the year. That's, that's huge. You know, people talk about sophomore slump, this is this sophomore season. And so far so good for Briscoe. Cause this wasn't a fluke. I, I think he's going to contend for more wins this year. He's been fast the last few weeks culminating in a victory. So I like that. I like when young guys get wins. I love when we see first time winners, but I like it even more when it's someone who's been close. Like it's fun to see a Trevor Bain pull off the Daytona 500 sometimes. But for me, when it's, you know, a, to, on nearly a two-time Xfinity champion like Austin Cindric winning the Daytona 500, that means more to me when it's Briscoe who's dominated in the lower ranks. He's showed up this year in SHR equipment and he gets a win. That means more to me as well because you know that there are more wins around the corner. I like to see new superstars, potential superstars, be born, if you will. And, you know, Trevor Bain winning the Daytona 500, as cool as that was, nobody thought he was going to be a superstar after that win. So I, I don't know. I had, a lot, I had a lot of fun watching Briscoe win that race, and it was real cool to see him hold off two other hungry drivers in the closing laps. Yeah, either way, we were going to see a new winner. Yep. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, 200 different Cup Series winner, but also not only was Chase Briscoe competing for his first win in the final laps, he also had Ross Chastain, Tyler Reddick, but, you know, not too far behind. So, <laughs> Hey, you know, first win is uh, certainly around the corner for him. But, well, Jerry, what do you think? Well, I just – I want to ask you guys because I don't know if you remember, but – um, because I know I picked him, but who here picked him to make the playoffs this year? I did. And, and he, But I here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. I unfortunately knocked out Austin Sindrick from my playoff <laughs> thing. So I, I like, don't think I did. Yeah, you did. I, th- I think you I'm four for four right yeah, now. Yeah, I think you had I... both of them. I think, I think I had Briscoe in thinking that he would win at Indy. That's yeah. I'll be real. That's my thinking of it. I, I was surprised he did it here. I know he was, he's been relatively competitive compared to last year. I mean, he's, he's one top 10 away from breaking how many top tens he had last year. And he's already had, yeah, he has double the top fives this year that he had last year, oh, two versus right. one, um, <laughs> but, he, but it, he does look a lot more competitive week in and week out. He he's shown to be like, he's more racy. Like it seems like he's actually up there competing rather than somebody who's just kind of, okay, fall into place in like 20th on the restart. On. Maybe we can get someone. Yeah. It, it feels like that him and his team have more of a grasp on this car and, and on the competition in general than they did last year. And, and, you know, kind of just, you know, nothing that is on the track, but kind of an intangible outside of it. It is good seeing someone who seems like a genuinely good person, get a win, a very likable person. And, and, and what I like about this, with any first time winner, I like this is it gets his name further out there with the fan base. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it, it's really cool to see a lot of these fans be like, man, this dude's really cool. I might start following him now where last year you really wouldn't see that with, mm-hmm. you know, as many of the no- normal winners per se. Um, Darian, I saw you tweet this. 
apparently the average age of winners this year is 27.8. Yes, and I was quote tweeting Kevin Harvick's old tweet from 2018 because in the first six races of, tw- of the 2018 season, the average um, age for the winners that year was like 38.5, somewhere around there. It was up there. So now we're starting to cut that down. Now we're starting to see a new breed of superstars come to the crop. It's awesome to see. The youth movement is alive and well, finally. The, what, yeah. what they were trying to push down everyone's throats in 2018. Yeah, they were happy. just they were just four to five years, you know, just too early. If, if they would have done it now, it would be perfect. But yeah, it's all good. <laughs> but that, but that's okay. They All those guys, they needed more experience. And now they finally got the Natter winning races. Yes. And also, too, another, you know, like, yes, you know, we, we you know, we're talking about Chase Briscoe's win, but really, Storhaus Racing as a whole, they really improved over the week. I mean, like, not only was Chase Briscoe competing for the win, but Kevin Harvick, he was my, he was my pick to win. Um, it wasn't looking uh, too bright at first, but then as we got, you know, closer and closer towards the end of the race, Harvick was starting to run consistently inside the top five. You saw Almirola was there. Did Almirola continue his top 10 streak or no? Didn't no, he, he did okay. not, but finished 12th. He's oh, close, okay, yeah. okay, okay. It's not like he uh, was terrible, you know. He wasn't terrible. He was just me. He was, he was in position. Yeah. Yeah, he was up there. How about how did Cole Custer do? I feel like he's the one who's like lacking he's in there. He's the odd man out at the moment. He ran top 15. I don't know okay. where he finished. Oh, okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. But still, you know, compared to the other three, it seems like he's their weak link right now. You know, but let, let's see. Let's let's give him some time. Let's see if he'll improve more and more in this season. I mean, we already seen, I'll you know, Chase Briscoe really do quick. it, so... You know, we'll see what happens with that. But. I won't share a screen with it, but I'll pull it up really quick. Okay. Just kind of roll it, through. If I can just add this, it's also really important for uh, Briscoe to get the win because I said this when uh, I said this when Austin Cendrick won. Austin Cendrick's in the two. That's Penske's flagship car. That's their most iconic number. Just like this, you know, the four. Yeah, it's a championship winning car, but that's always going to be seen as Harvick's car, in my opinion. No matter who drives it after him, that's really going to be Harvick's number. This is Tony's number. This is the flagship car. You want the 14 to be in victory lane. That is your most iconic car, just like Hendrick probably the 24, Joe Gibbs is the 18, et cetera. And the crazy so, thing is Chase Briscoe used to be, you know, he was like Tony Stewart's biggest fan growing up, you know? So mm-hmm. that's another well, well, part. Looking at it right here, the SHR cars, of course, we got Chase Briscoe winning. Kevin Harvick in sixth, although he ran better than that for a lot yeah, of the day. Yeah. Uh, Eric Almirola in 12th, and then Cole Custer in 16th. He actually finished behind Ty Dillon this week. Uh, um, okay. I mean, and and okay. I want to give one shout out here uh, because I saw him grinding in the top 20 and really being racy against guys that are a, definitely a, a higher level of team ahead of him. Uh, Todd Gilliland finished yeah. 19th. I, I noticed yep. that at the end. I, I was like, wait, that is, that, is that a mistake? I'm like, oh, no, he's actually running really good. Is that a mistake? Well, I mean, like, it's not against him, you know, it's just that team. They're usually not <laughs> up there like that. You know, I was like, wait, is there like a green flag pit stop? It's like, no, he's running up there in the top 20 consistently. They're mm-hmm. green flag runs, so not bad. Lead not lap bad. finish. Uh, unfortunately, though, my um, my um, dark horse pick, uh, Harrison Burton, he still has some learning to do in the Cubs here. We'll give him some time, but... You know, and they're they're going through through a bit of a rebuild phase at the moment, I guess. Seems like moment. there's always just like there's just a no matter who's in the twenty one, there's just always something to overcome with being in that car. Yeah, yeah, you know, and but like you know, the cool thing about that is if Burton does ever get a win, you know, then that'll be their one hundredth win ever in, in the sport. So that'd be a feel good yeah. story. But but um, back to some teams up front right at the moment. Um, you know, right now Ryan Blaney. I mean, Blaney really dominated this race. Like. Uh, you know, for a large portion of it, where did he end up finishing though? Did he end up getting a top five? Fourth, I think. Fourth, fourth okay. or fifth. I think fourth. Yeah. 
But yeah, yeah. You know, his crew though, Eric, like there's always That's what I was gonna going to say. There's always something going on with him either with his crew or with him on pit lane. Yeah, no, his I was that's what I was going to say. His pit crew let him down. Um I don't remember there's two or three cautions late, but I know he lost three spots and then I think he lost like four, five or six spots. At one point he was restarting like ninth. And I'm like, what, 10 laps ago, he was leading. Like, what is going on here? I think on their last stop, like that final caution, I think they maybe gained him one or two spots, but it was too little too late. Like, yeah, the pit crew let him down. And I don't follow Blaney close enough to know if this is a regular thing. It Oftentimes is. when I tweet about somebody, is, all of his fans are in the comments being like, oh, this is every week, every week. But it's like with every driver. So I'm like, okay, do you actually, are the Blaney fans actually telling the truth or are they being dramatic? I don't oh, know, but. I, I keep track mm. of him a lot too. And man, and dude, it's just, he's he, he is always able to get that 12 car up inside the top five. And then a caution comes out, and then all of a sudden he's down like five or six positions. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, I, I don't like Joe Gibbs racing. Vegas. Joe Gibbs racing swapped a bunch of people around, or at least swapped a couple tire changers around this week. Maybe Penske's got to do the same because, yeah. yeah, Blaney right now is, is seems to be consistently their best running driver, uh, and I, th- I think you got to reward that. You got to let him ca- cash in on some of these good runs. And you know, Pen- uh, Phoenix was a race that got away from him. That was a race he fourth is still a really good finish, but that's a race he easily could have won. Well, it's funny too, like kind of looking just at the way this season has gone. I know, I know it's early, but it's like guys like Joey Logano, guys like Denny Hamlin. I mean, I know he's done really well, but it doesn't feel like Kyle Busch has been one of the best guys out there week in and week out. It kind of seems like a lot of these older veterans are start, sort of like getting, I, don't, I wouldn't say completely lost with the car, but kind of thrown for a, a little bit of a loop with it. Like, and I think that, I think that's one of the most interesting part so far this year is like these younger guys these underdog guys seem to be the ones who are more consistently running up front they just can't close out the deal exactly. except for briscoe mm-hmm. of course <laughs> exactly but i mean like in a you know in order to win you know races in the future in the nascar cup series you know you got to run up front first and then you know it usually takes some time to get these wins and stuff and you know a few guys that uh definitely come to mind this year some new front runners you know ross chastain in these first few races has been consistently up front also tyler reddick, reddick. And then, um, I mean, at times, Daniel Suarez has been running competitive, you know, and then, like, you know, you'll see flashes from, well, whenever he's not wrecking, Eric Jones will show some flashes at times, but <laughs> he's got to finish races, man. He's just got to finish these races, and I think he'll be way higher in the points. How many races in a row is this that we've had a light race incident from either Chase Elliott or Eric Jones? Well, three. Jones, right? two. I don't... Yeah, was so... Elliot, what happened at Auto Club? Did Elliott wreck he at Auto spun. Club? He spun. Remember, he was, like, allegedly... He allegedly spun out on... Oh, Yeah. We got, damn, we, you forgot about that quickly. Yeah, pretty much everyone. There's been a lot going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. There has, there has. yeah, yeah in the grand scheme of things, I don't know. But yeah, Eric uh, Jones, yeah, he's um had a late race caution uh, in two races now, two straight races. Honestly, I'm sure a lot of people on the actual teams can relate to this too. I feel like this is probably, it's no longer it usually is, but this felt like the longest West Coast swing ever. I'm kind of happy for to be back on the East Coast for a little bit. Yeah, finally get some new tracks on the schedule. I mean, dude, like sooner or later we'll have you know dirt bristol be coming up and stuff and living out here in the area too i can finally see that in person that's gonna be a crazy two mm-hmm. back-to-back race weekends uh dirt bristol and then talladega how do how do owners feel about that bunch of wrecked cars that quick exactly the um highlighting some more stuff from the phoenix race though i mean like yeah you know we talk about you know these drivers and you know some of these manufacturers you know on the come up too but it seems like toyota's dominance like they're you know not quite what they used to be i mean like now this is the fourth race in the row where it's like yeah, you see some Toyotas running, you know, inside the top 10, but they're not as dominant as they once were. I mean, what, what's going on here? Jared, you start us off. 
I so I picked Trex this week, which was not a good move. Um, but the, the chat suffers with me. Uh, <laughs> so I was paying attention to Trex, and I kept hearing, you know, because I'm I was driving back while it was going. I had it on my phone, and I kept hearing, you know, Martin Trex Jr. is the best running Toyota. I'm like, oh, good. Where's he at? And it's like 13th. Oh. Like overall most most of the day the toyotas ran really poorly it seemed compared to usual and then it's like kurt bush and kyle bush just like overcame the faults of their cars to get up there mm-hmm. like i think kurt bush i want to say i mean oh, I, I think i have it up he was fifth right here yeah he's he fifth and then yeah and that was like, he ran he ran 15th like all day large and how, most how, of the day. Eric, how that car look in person too by the way it looked great oh it looked fantastic but like even he said after the race like small gains for this team they're not getting any stage points right now but that's okay at least they're maximizing mediocre days so yeah, yeah. that's what uh, you that's what you gotta do at first like here, he's doing the opposite of what like eric jones is doing eric jones is running great during the day and then wrecking with five to go yeah. kurt bush is running mediocre and then sneaking into the top 10 it's kind of kind of nice we brought up kurt bush because i kind of wore my 2311 shirt for a reason because if we you know can talk about them a little bit so far kurt bush is showing the cars are capable of doing good so far, it, it's it's just kind of if, if I'm a if I'm Bubba Wallace, I'm starting to get a little concerned that Kurt is running better in the same equipment so far. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, definitely. I mean, like, where is he in points at them? I mean, we can see. I, I won't overreact because yeah. Kurt's like 12th, and I think Bubba's 17th. But okay. Bubba. Bubba was top 10 at Auto Club when he got involved with Keselowski. That's true. And he was like top 10 or top 15 when he wrecked into Eric Jones yeah. at Las Vegas. So he's been Phoenix was the first for... race where they sucked. Bubba sucked yeah. at Phoenix. Yeah. It was he's not sucked. a great look. I never but... saw his name in the top 20 on hey, the Fox board. Someone what? noticed the shirt. The 16th oh, shirt. Just, I just <laughs> shout out Nitro. That's Good what's catch. up. That's what's up. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. how you say it. 16. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. but also the top to speak more on Bubba too. He was pissed on the radio. Like I, I, I mean, yeah. I don't have the Boy, exact radio thing, but like I mean, he was just way, way off. And then yeah, to see Kurt Busch running up front, so they got some work. To and do. he ran awful. Like, oh, yeah. like there's no way around it. Like Bubba ran awful yeah, this week. Really like bad. it's not like it's not like Auto Club or Las Vegas where mm-hmm. he just had bad luck. Like th- this was straight up a throwback to the start of 2020 yeah. or uh, 2021, I should say. Yeah, we'll see if yeah. he improves for sure. But I mean, really, the Toyotas as a whole, though. I mean, Eric, I mean, you can talk about this for a little bit too. I mean, like, just what's going on right now? You know, I mean, is it just way too early to tell? Or I mean, what do you think? Uh, I mean, it's, it's certainly too early, but we have run four races, and Toyota is the only manufacturer without a win yet, even if you include the Clash. So there, there's something to it. I think what's clear. In many ways, the next gen, I think, has delivered on being an equalizer. Like we're seeing RCR and Trackhouse and Petty GMS run up front. SHR is back to looking about as good as they are. You're looking like a contender, one of the big three or four teams. Penske, uh, Hendrick, they still look dominant. And Joe Gibbs Racing is still there. Like if you look at the standings, I think Kyle Busch is like second or third in points. Truex is somewhere in the top 10. You got Bell and Hamlin outside of the top oh, 25. Wait, wait. I just realized this. Bell, has he even finished a race this year? Like- did, where did he finish? Did he have he a got, DNF or? He, I think he's like DNF'd everywhere but Vegas. I think Vegas wow. he ran okay. Because he started on pole. Yeah. No, he, he didn't DNF this week. Either. He spun out. He went down a lap this week, That's I think. Right. But I think he mm-hmm. still finished. Uh, but, you know, yeah, Bell's, Bell's been a disappointment. You know, they started on the pole that one race and immediately fell back. Yeah. Like, they led for like 10 laps yeah. and immediately dropped like a rock. Yeah. Same thing happened this week with Bell. He qualified third or fourth. And before you knew, looked up, he like, uh, there was not a lot of movement throughout, especially the top mm-hmm. 10 on Sunday's race. Not a lot of passing. But immediately Bell was dropping like a rock, regardless. And I'm just like, so, man, 
at some point you got to turn that around. Bell finished 26th, which normally isn't like, oh, that's uh, not good, but not horrible. But that's out of a 36 car field. Uh, that's not, and that's not he has had a top 10 this year. I, I'll point that out. But I was, was that his, at Vegas. Yes, he finished 10th. Okay. Uh, so looking at a season, he crashed out of Daytona 34th. Okay, it's Daytona. He, he had an engine issue at Fontana after he'd spun out. Remember he like, didn't uh-huh. he beach his car at Fontana? Yes. Yep. And then 10th last week, 26th, two laps down this week. Mm-hmm. He has an average finish so far of 26.5. Yeah. It's, it's not good. I, and again, Las Vegas, a Joe Gibbs car was going to win that race until the final caution. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. overreact to this either, mm-hmm. but they don't look, they don't look as dominant. That's the thing. I think what I mean is the next gen is an equalizer track house looks pretty close to Gibbs. I don't think they're there consistently, but they're much closer than they were last year. And that's, you know, I, I, so much of it now just comes down to the engine department and, you know, Gibbs has blown an engine like Christopher Bell, Hendricks blown engines like uh, Larson. So everyone's pushing the limits a little bit. And I just think Gibbs is just, they just, the advantages that they had with the old car because they poured so much into R and D are gone. So, uh, you know, but, I, I still think they have great drivers. I think at least three of those teams are going to make the playoffs. Bell's the only one I'm a little worried about Kurt and Bubba up in the air, but yeah, not a great start for most of them, which you mentioned, you know, Larson blowing an engine. They're at a point that they got to win. They're secure. They can take a few risks. They can see what they can get out of sure. the car and what they can't do. So, yeah, sure. They didn't seem too beat up about it. It was kind of like, yeah, all right, bring it in. It's blown up. Right, I, we'll get I, next week. I, I know one thing. If he's in the championship again, don't bring that car. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Let's see if Toyota definitely turns it around. But really quick, Jared, can you do me a favor? Could you pull up the point standings? I mean, we're four races in. It's still kind of, I mean, it's still basically early on in the season. But I really haven't had a chance to look at who is currently inside the top 16. So I got you. Kind of analyze that for a little bit. Do you want me just to read off with the winners and then the 16th one? Yes. Because it's a little off. Yes, please. Uh, And interesting, uh, just like last year, we have four different winners and two first-time winners. Same stat as last year this time. (laughs) So, so far, Chase Briscoe, Kyle Larson, Austin Sindrick, and Alex Bowman are in. After that, uh, really quick, let's do a little math here. You've got... uh, 36 plus seven is uh, 43. So Joey Logano's 43 points in right now. Uh, Kyle Busch is 39. Chase Elliott, 38. Uh, Eric Almarola is currently 29. And then after that, Ryan Blaney is ninth in points. 10th, Tyler Reddick. 11th, Kevin Harvick. Kurt Busch and Truex are tied for 12th. Ross Chastain, 14th. William Byron, 15th right now. Stage points coming in handy there. And then Austin Dillon is the last one in 17th, Bubba Wallace, 18th, Brad Keselowski, 19th, Eric Jones, and Ty Dillon rounding out the top 20. Ty, Ty Dillon is honestly surprising. Wow. Me. I, thought he would. Yeah, I feel okay. like he's done nothing. This okay. Year. <laughs> out of that, out of that top 20, that last guy. Yeah. Ty Dillon. That is definitely the big surprise. I did not. He, 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 he is just snaking in the top 20 or something. Cause yeah. I'm not noticing it. Cause like, yeah, yeah. outside of the, you know, the, uh, the, um, the LA clash debacle where he won the race and then automatically had it pulled away from him. Like he's, he's really been just, you know, God. quietly running solid, you know, you know, not too great, but, but just sh- solid enough to that, get inside that, the top 20. That kind of speaks volumes for, 
Petty GMS overall for both their guys be right yeah. there in the same in the same so, area. So just imagine if Eric Jones could finish races, he would be so mm. much higher in the points, man. Yeah, but, I mean he's he's a point ahead of Ty Dillon right uh, now in nineteenth. He's just got to. He finish, should be way more. That's all he's got to yep. do. Yeah. But, but I mean, going back to the to the uh, the top sixteen, I guess some highlights. I mean, obviously Eric Amarola, you know, to be this high up in the top sixteen this early in the season after the season they had last year. That's good to see. That's really exciting. This looks like it looks like 2020 Amarola when yeah. he rattled off what like nine or ten straight top tens. Yeah, just that's right. Yeah. Name name to point out there. Granted, we know the equipment is trying to come back, but Brad Keselowski on the outside looking in. Are we concerned? Ooh, ooh yeah, I was. About he to could stop that. crashing. Yeah, he's <laughs> getting needs, into people. He's just like Eric Jones, he just needs to finish these races. Did he have any incidents this week? I think he went incident free. I didn't notice anything. Maybe I missed uh, it. I'll look at the. Uh, yeah, I don't he just ran twenty caution report. I think yeah, I think he just ran in the back. The troubling part is that Chris, not, Chris Busher is a very competent driver, but Chris Busher was outrunning him routinely this mm, weekend. And I know well, Phoenix Bush is a weird track. 10. Chris Busher did. Yeah, he finished tenth. Oh, did he really? Nice. Oh, I knew he was top fifteen. I didn't nice. realize he snuck it a tenth. Damn. Yeah, he actually okay. he beat out Chase Elliott, Eric Almarola, and Denny. Okay. Well, look at him sneaking so in there. there. You go. Well, so that well, card, uh, they do have some life over there. That's just, it's shocking me. I figured Brad would lead the way there. Yeah. It's hey, still a new car. So. Hey, speaking of Denny, is he still really far down the standings right now? Oh, yeah. Uh, 27th, I, believe... I think, right? Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Like, Jared, can you run, like, so. uh, can you run down guys who are outside of the, uh, the top 20 currently who are, like, some big names? So like obviously uh, Kozlowski, Hamlin. Do you see any more names? Yeah, g- give uh, me a moment. I got to go on a different website for that. Oh, one. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> but yeah, but no, I mean like I guess some other notables too. I mean Austin Dillon. I mean I figured Austin Dillon would be there. Like and he's right there in 16th. And then it's cool to see you know okay. the RCR line car of um the you know Trackhouse Racing's Ross Chastain up there too. Ooh. So hey, you, yeah. you want guys that are surprising back there? Yes, go up, go for it. All right, Denny Hamlin's 27th, which, by the way, means he's currently behind Cole Custer, Justin Haley, and Michael McDowell. Uh, after that, you go down Christopher Bell, 30th in the points right now. Harrison Burton is currently tied for 31st in points with Cody Ware. Nice. And then, nice. And then we talked about him earlier, but also Todd Gillen and Corey LaJoy are actually ahead of Christopher Bell right now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Wow. I mean, again, and, talk about this next-gen car being an equalizer. Well, there you go. <laughs> and to, to kind of put it like this, too, with Denny so far, he is 20 points inside the top 30, where comparatively he is 23 points outside the top 20. I know it's early. I know that's not many, but it's like uh, Denny has had it rough, and a 13th-place finish right now is like the highlight of his season right oh, now. They got to figure that out. Yeah, I, I see you, Denny delivers. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, Denny. My, my problem with Hamlin – I'm not worried. He's going to make the playoffs. My problem is he, I don't, has he won any stages this year? He obviously hasn't won any races. He hasn't collected no. any top tens. No. So if he sneaks in with like a points position or maybe he only gets one or two wins, he's going to have less playoff points going into the playoffs this year than he's used to. And for and Denny Hamlin, it's a championship or a championship four. Those are the goals. Anything less than that is a disappointment. So making the playoffs and bowing out in the round of 12, that's, that's not good enough. So he needs to capitalize on some good runs. And he's made too many mistakes on pit road. He sped at least twice this year that I've counted. Mm-hmm. He, he blew out his shift. Yeah. He blew his gears out of his car at yep. Las Vegas. I like so much of it is self-inflicted. He's just careless. And yep. you think at like 40 years old, he'd be a little better than that. And mm-hmm. that's what, that's what, that's what gets me about Hamlin. His cars have been good for the most part, mm-hmm. you know, mediocre at Phoenix. Sure. 
he's making mistakes, like just easy mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like don't bump draft Ryan Blaney on entering pit road. And so you both speed, like, what the, what are you doing? <laughs> like, so I don't know. He, he's earned that 27th place at this point. I'm just shocked that he hasn't mm-hmm. gotten a top 10 yet. Yeah. Well, anything can happen. We're, we're still only four races in. So yeah. yeah. Still got a long way to go, but speaking of Denny Hamlin, you know, yeah, he's struggling on the track, but he also had some opinions about, you know, the whole PJ one compound as well too. And, um, right, let's see. I don't have the exact quote and stuff, but I am. It says here that yeah, he was critical of it this weekend, definitely. Um, well, he said it created like a freight train around the top, and that Phoenix uh, is better when when that's okay. not the case. So, I mean, it was fairly tame by Denny. Like Denny Hamill, you're never quite sure what he's going to say. He might yeah. he, he could rip it more aggressively, but no, nah, he he just said he didn't like the not. It wasn't the PJ one. It was a resin. I don't know if it's a, a very of some yeah. some some kind but there's I, like, too many compounds man at this point what are they gonna do like do they do they remove it i was i did some research in this for a video that last time they raced at phoenix without any sort of sticky stuff was like the beginning of 2019 so we were talking about like four or five straight races at phoenix now with something in the outside lanes like do they get rid of it before november or since everyone's kind of used to it at this point do they just say now we're gonna keep it like i don't know i i don't know the the science or the logic behind putting it there because to me with these new cars i feel like just clean the track off and let them go and just see which line is more dominant see what happens like that's how i feel but maybe maybe there is a really good reason to having the traction stuff out there like the only track i can think of that made that the traction made better was pocono when they had the 550 package yeah other than that i thought it's pretty good for uh, bristol uh bristol is the one that i was cool with because it it let the track change over the night Uh that's my thing overall though is like i i feel like this is and i've i've talked about this and be critical too is that it's just it's being used as a crutch for when the car can't perform and the whole point of the like one of the biggest points i should say about the next gen car is that it's going to be putting it back in the driver's hands the car matters again the driver matters again and it's like okay stick to it like stop putting stuff down or you know, not threatening, but saying you're going to put stuff down every week. Like I'm, I am completely fine if they just stop putting it down and let's find out what tracks actually race well. Yeah, let's see what this sure. car yeah. can do. That's like, the whole point, you know. Like what? Granted, under SMI control now, so we'll see what happens. But Nashville Super Speedway, they didn't go with PJ one. They went with the, that that tire resin or something like that. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I don't remember what it was called, but that's a track I'm looking forward to see how the next gen really does because I felt like that race last year wasn't the best indication of what that track can be. So I'm really more interested to see how this uh, new car, some of the races we've seen so far, how that translates on that track. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, chat. I, I meant to say resin, not PJ one. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I saw somebody in the chat earlier. I think his name was Trent, and I just wanted to highlight this comment. Said, "Rumor has it Larson intentionally blew his motor because he had a dirt race." <laughs> <laughs> I love these. I love these theories, man. I love is it, them. Uh, it's a, a bad that I could see it. Well, he literally raced a dirt race the night before and won. He won a World of Outlaws race 12 hours before he had to start the rear and for a cup race. At, at least he's not like, uh, was, it, was it Marty Robinson, the, the singer? Who, like, oh, I, yeah. I, 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 I Marty got Robbins. I, yeah, Marty Robinson. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I got a concert. Yeah. So I'm, I'm out, guys. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not going to sing. <laughs> hey, but we're winning the race. I'm sorry. I, I, I NF music. <laughs> <I'll>, <laughs> that would be, that'd be, that'd be good to see on the official one. Uh, I, I will say, like, this race in my opinion, like, and it wasn't a horrible one. I, I thought it was like a perfectly average five out of 10, you know, you'll forget about it next Tuesday kind of race. Yeah. Like it wasn't a bad race. It had, it, it had its moments, but it's like, I would say this is probably 
the the worst of the the next yeah, gen. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was bar. just about to say before you start talking. I was just about to say this. That was basically the first mid race of the next gen era, and I don't know. In my opinion, if that's our definition of mid with this car now, I mean, I can live with that. You know, like yeah, like you know, like. I mean, Eric, you were at the race. What do you think? Like, like, what was it like seeing the next gen's race there in person, and you know, nah, them passing, you know, for so long? I agree. You know, it was very. I, I say it was very meh. I agree with Jared. I, I gave it like a six out of ten because I thought the finish, yeah, the, just because you had a bunch of young drivers looking for their first wins, that made it dramatic. That got me amped up at the very end. But for the other three hundred laps, it was it was perfectly fine, but nothing to get overly excited about. I mean. I feel like there's a little more space between the cars sometimes like something about, I can't imagine it was, it was a bigger arrow problem than with the gen six, but it just felt like everyone was kind of even speed and made it really difficult to pass when the bottom was the only way to pass. And it was hard to get grip down there. So compared to the sticky stuff. So uh, yeah, I agree with you guys. It was a very average race. Yeah. I mean, I'm just happy to see these guys use their driver's talent again and stuff too. And we can finally, you know, this leads to more first time winners, winners like a, like a Christopher Bell finally. So I guess the final question before we uh, move on to ratings is who is the next cup series driver that will score their first career win this season? It's uh, a toss up. Uh, oh, it's a toss up at this point between Chastain and Reddick, in my opinion, mm-hmm. but. And I, it, it's tough because there there's three drivers and a fourth one close behind, I could see getting it. The the the, the front runners are Reddick and and Chastain, but then Eric Jones, if he can just close out races, has shown that if you have the speed to stay up there, you can. And then I think Suarez is kind of behind. But well, I'm Eric, gonna, Eric I'm Jones wouldn't Reddick. be a first time winner though. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> wait, that's right. Me, like me, it. chat. Me, me. Oh yeah, that's right. I was like, wait a minute. It's wait. Darian's channel rubbing off. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't. I didn't even catch that at first. I, I didn't catch it. Either. I was like, dude, I'm so sorry because I was like, like you know, know, I haven't seen that 43 win. Yeah, while. that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so. <laughs> well, okay. What it'll be, it'll be really the first, means yeah. the first win in a long time for the 43. First win in a long yeah. time. I, I'll go with Reddick though. That'll be my pick personally. At, at this point, it would feel like a first win for everyone. It really would. Was it? It was Darlington 2019. Was that or 2020? He won the clash in 2020. He did win the clash. Oh, God. Please let me forget about that race. (laughs) Remember even Mike Joy at the end? He's like, they're coming to the white? Finally. (laughs) (laughs) I I see. I think Ross Chastain's going to get his first win. I just like some of the tracks coming up for him. Places like Circuit of the Americas, where he was really good last year. I I don't know. I I feel like Chastain could swoop in and and steal it before Red. I just, I I love Reddick. I want him to be a star. I think he is going to be a star, but I kind of like the idea that Cindric wins before Briscoe wins before him. He just just struggles to close him out. Yeah. 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 I I guess my top three right now, obviously, you know, the top two being, you know, Tyler Reddick or Ross Chastain. Now, which one will win win first? I mean, to my opinion, it's really a coin flip too, but I mean, you also have to watch out for, um, for Daniel Suarez, man, like, like he hasn't won, has he? No, 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 he hasn't won yet. But, but no, no, no. <laughs> he I probably mean, should have at this point. Yeah, yeah. Really I mean, like, in, I mean, honestly, looking back at 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 Fontana, if he would have held the top line and you know would have taken that top line away from Larson, perhaps he would have been a first time winner. Maybe it's a maybe there. I mean, I'm not sure, but you know, he was definitely up there competing. And then obviously in Vegas, you know, he had the he had Ronan with uh, Christopher with uh, Chase Briscoe. And really this week, I mean, what was he, like a mid, mid-pack mid runner for the most part? Wasn't really running inside the top 10, yeah. was he? So, I mean, it's it's really a toss-up, too. I mean, like, I feel like I feel like for the most part this season, he'll basically run, like, you know, right around, you know, you know the uh, the midfield. But also, like, I feel like 
for a few select tracks outside of the super speedways, we might see that 99 car just like out of nowhere, just run inside the top three too. Like I, in, I just had this feeling. In my defense for the gap, most of the chat forgot that he had two wins. They said, Hey, he has oh, one yeah. win at Daytona. <laughs> Everyone forgot so, about Darlington. That's so right. in my defense, yeah, it so has been a long time. Yeah. It wasn't too far <laughs> off. It wasn't too far off there, but but yeah, I think that was just about doing for Phoenix. Overall, you know, first mid-race of the next-gen era, but hey, we're just happy to see these guys use their driver talent and stuff. But I mean, not every race is going to be, you know, like exciting like that too, you know? This is racing, yeah. so you're going to have your awesome races, you're going to have your horrible races, and then every now and then you have a mid-race like this. So. Well, I mean, it, it, it makes the good ones better, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that's the whole reason the end of 2018 was so fun is because the first half sucks so much. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> But one thing that wasn't mid was the ratings for this weekend's cup race. They were uh, kind of mid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. No. Oh, that, 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 oh I thought that said a plus nine. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought that said no. a plus nine. My bad. Okay. That's okay. Now I see it. Okay. But no, no. The ratings for this week are a, um, a two point. Um, the, the the rating for the Phoenix race was a um, a two point thirty three in terms of rating, and also three point nine million that watched the race as well. Um, this is um, minus nine percent from the equivalent weekend, but three percent over last spring's Phoenix race. It was also Which was a week later. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It um it was also the top sports broadcast of the weekend for what like the second or third week in a row. Every Fourth. week, I think. Oh, whoa. fifth. Which yeah. there's wow. still no baseball's not started up yet, has it? Damn. Oh, they're oh, gonna no, beat they're, baseball. They're, yeah, they'll be they'll be a little bit. Yeah. Baseball, baseball doesn't beat won't beat NASCAR in ratings. Yeah, no, they'll not be, for individual games. Yeah, but it was also ninth in the eighteen to forty nine demographic for sports broadcast though. So, yeah, you know, it's a great rating and stuff, but I mean, like, yeah, I was just about to ask you, Jared, like, uh, that 18 to 49 demographic, though, what, I mean, what's going on there? Like, what can NASCAR well, do to kind of improve that? That's, that's a huge age range, though. Like, I don't, I don't know what well, we that's can really tar- do with that. that that's yeah, the, that's like, target. target demo. Oh, okay. That's what everyone's yeah, going true. for. Yeah. So, what do you yeah. do, Jared? I, I mean, NASCAR can keep trying to go outside the box. I know they did really well with that demo with Clash. Um but there's I when it comes, but you can't do a clash every week. Like I think we went over that when we talked about it. Um, we can't. Unfortunately, <laughs> not. No. <laughs> we can't. But uh, no, I. I mean, there's not really too much you can do about it. NASCAR's audience has always been an older audience. I think the only one on average that's or the only two on average of major sports leagues with older audiences are like golf and baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, maybe you know, maybe like Zachary says, maybe you know, the Fox pre-race show was bad. Maybe make the stuff leading up to the race actually have something to do with the race itself, and not just be a parody of Mean Girls. I didn't. Right? I didn't really quick. I didn't watch the Fox pre-race. Was there more cringy stuff? Uh, yeah, they did. They did a parody of Mean Girls, where apparently Jamie McMurray was saying mean things about Clint Boyer behind his back. Oh my god! I, I I will say they put out something that was, I don't know. It was cringe, but also it was cringe, but also wasn't. They did something where Bob Pockers was hosting a party, and then Clint Boyer wasn't invited. Like, oh, everyone, that's what that was. <laughs> like everyone loved Bob, but it was kind of cringe. Guys, like, Bob, okay, oh my, God. all this stuff. I now I've gone back and seen the Jamie McMurray skit, and I've seen the Bob Pockers skit. Jamie McMurray skit was terrible. That shouldn't have seen the light of day anywhere. Maybe like TikTok, it could get away with it. Uh, Bob Hawker's skit was actually funny, but that sh- I assume they played it probably 10, 15 minutes before the green flag. That was a bad idea. If they played that like 
on race hub like on a thursday i'd be 100 okay with it it's goofy it's fun who doesn't love bob acting yeah. and, and Dude, embellishing but doing that right before the green flag <laughs> that's Dude, when like the can... most people are watching and you're putting this garbage in front of them. Let's do the rest of the show like this, guys. Come on. No, it's not because these, these headphones just, hurt. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry Jay. I just I I don't like calling for people's jobs, but Fox needs an overhaul in the, the You said that last week. Said that I know. Exactly last week. And I and, and I am just gonna keep saying it because whoever's the making the the creative decisions at Fox before the season, during the season, they gotta go. They gotta go. You gotta replace them right now. Put I'm, anyone. Uh, put, I'm, 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 put a college intern in their place. They will do a better job at this. I'm interested to say it what is happens. An embarrassment. I'm interested to see what happens more: Eric Amarola getting top tens, or Eric calling for someone at Fox's job. <laughs> see, <laughs> just I've the been, producers. So, so this is kind of a funny story on Twitter. <laughs> I have been very critical of Fox this year. Okay, and I, I can't just believe been, they're worse than last year. Well, like well, last year, they're really goofy, and we're like, they're too goofy. This year, they got goofier. Well, oh, and and, 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 and top it all off, they made a good move, honestly, by like you know Jeff Gordon parting. Let's bring Jeff Gordon back. Come on, guys. Danica sucked this week too. By the way, she was okay. Oh, last oh yeah, my mom kept texting me. She week. was like, yeah, my mom kept texting me. She's like, I, I, didn't, I didn't watch her last week because I was the, actually at the race. Like this is the, her the, commenting. The chemistry of her and Boyer is just it's not there. It's way off. It was well, way it was I, Matt, Matt Kenseth was the best so far. To Danica's, to Danica's defense, I, I, I'm, I'm, she wasn't good. I'm going to say that now. I'm going to preface it with that. But when Clint Boyer is constantly telling you you're wrong on air and talking over you, I listen, I am not a Danica stan by any means, yeah. but I felt bad for that woman because Clint Boyer, like Danica would make this really good point about like strategy or something and, and equate IndyCar because that is where, to be real, she was actually good at. Mm-hmm. And and Clint would be like, like there was one point where Clint just goes, that's IndyCar. Like who watches yeah, that? And I'm like, <laughs> What the hell, Clint? Like more people watch it than the Xfinity race half the time. Your old boss started an Indy car. He was a former Indy Racing League champion, Clint. Come on. But to be in defense of Boyer, there I watched the only part on TV I watched really was stage two, and it was about an hour or so. And Danica in that span referenced IndyCar three times because she she doesn't have any credibility when she starts talking about NASCAR (laughs) things, so she has to fall back on IndyCar. And when Boyer said that line, that was the third time she brought up IndyCar. I kind of was on Boyer's side at that point. Like right. I, not, he wasn't. Uh, trying, I don't think he was dissing IndyCar, but he was trying to bring it back to stock car racing. And uh, Fox doesn't own the IndyCar rights. Why are we talking about IndyCar? I don't know if you guys heard this, but at one point, Danica even made a mention of her uh, wrecking on what was then the front stretch of Phoenix, really hard, like to, mm-hmm. where like she caught on fire. I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I put I put that in a compilation when I made fun of her on TikTok. <laughs> um, all all in good fun, but I, I will say like. It, it overall that booth like even mike joy couldn't save it like mike joy he, seemed, he seemed off bad. Oh, poor. like yeah I, and I and and i think that's why so much like i don't know about you but i was confused when they announced jeff gordon i thought it was going to be i thought the way they announced it, it was going to be clint danica and that's gordon. how that's how they said it at first i was really confused yeah I, I don't know i mean like again you know the tv contract's about to come up i mean you know fox you know they might re-up they might not but i mean at this dude, point they're the top one rumored with espn like uh, like I, I didn't like like at least nbc like say what you want i know they yell non-stop and mm-hmm. stuff but at least they're focused look i i feel like at this point look yes if you know if the rumors are true you know espn i mean like look espn getting the nascar rights that's a that's a whole different conversation we can have a whole lot later but you know for fox to re-up you know after you know what 
they've been broadcasting NASCAR races for what, like 20 plus years at this 21 point, right? years. Yeah, 21 20, years. 21 like, years. Do you think at some point Fox has to say, okay, we're going to re-up you guys with this deal, you know, for how however many so years? Do you think at that point, you know, Fox would have to look at some, you know, some new talent or, you know, yes. Perhaps, you know, well, well Mark, yeah. Mark Joy has got to be ready to retire. I don't know how he keeps wanting to come to the trek every week, but uh, outside of, you know, outside of him just, you know, coming for the fun of it. But, you know, he's got to be getting to the point where he doesn't want to do the commentary anymore. Yeah, I feel like that. But also, like, if they are going to get re-up with NASCAR with the whole TV deal, you have to take the sport a little more serious. Again, like I keep doing all these pre-race jokes on Twitter and stuff. It's like, hey, what is all this this racing doing with my skits? I want to see all these cringy, cringy skits, you know? And then like, I, I, it's like, dude, it's a freaking like, motorsport, guys. Like, ultimately, like it's easy to critique the broadcast. It's easy to sit here and be like, yeah, that's terrible. That's bad. It's easy to be a critic. But okay. the reason we critique and I'm so strongly critiquing, especially the Fox broadcast these days is because what was that number? Four million people watched the race this weekend. And that we're considering that kind of an off weekend. Four million people watched NASCAR through Fox this weekend. Only about 40,000 are at the race in person. So the way TV covers and presents the sport is so important. If we don't call it out, and, and hopefully maybe someday there's enough of us calling it out to pressure Fox or whoever to change their change the way they do things, like I just worry that number is going to keep going down. I'd love if Fox could present some actual data surveys that suggest, no, the most of the audience really loves these skits. Like that's why they're tuning in. If they can present me with actual data, maybe I'd back down, but I, I just no. look at what F1 is doing. And I look at the curve they're on. They sold out circuit of America's tickets in five hours mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. oh, F1's F1 back F1 this did. weekend, by the way. Just exactly. Yeah. So I'm F1's sorry. doing it something right that NASCAR and their broadcast partners are not. And I look at the TV broadcast. It's night and day between Sky, Sky Sports and Fox. So yeah. unless they can provide conclusive data to suggest my and all of our criticism is wrong, <laughs> I'm going to continue to shout at Fox about how terrible their broadcasts are. <laughs> to defend Fox a little bit, I will say, you know, everyone's talking about, you know, the, the Bob Pockers party, the Jay McMurray thing. They, they did do a few good segments before the race. Like they actually had a great segment with Alex Bowman talking about some of his charities for animals. They, they That's highlighted that. that pretty well. Good. Yeah, do I, more of that. I like stuff like that because yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking back, you know, as a, as a teenager watching NASCAR, we, you never appreciate that stuff until it's gone. Mm -hmm. But we had we had Speed Race Day presented oh, by Home Depot, so uh, the Trackside Live, that kind of stuff on the weekend. That stuff was so good when you just got those raw segments with drivers just just telling how they how they feel before the race weekend. And then you know they can't do it live all the show time, so they had some segments where they went and filmed stuff with drivers. I like stuff like that. And, you know, I, I went out of the box and drove all the way to Atlanta Motor Speedway a couple of weeks ago to film a preview for this weekend's race because I like stuff like that when you go out and you film something cool. I guess I want to see more of that. I, I like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't have to see Bob Pockers' hot tub party. I don't have to see that. <laughs> well, I, I this is how you know they've heard the criticism, right? And I'm not saying it's us, but I'm saying in general, NASCAR fans have been very critical. And it's not just Twitter. Like, it's in general. You see this everywhere you look online where, you know, and wherever else. I, I know I, I hear it just between my family and I if we want to be anecdotal about it. But Shannon Spake started out that skit by saying, it's just for fun. 
don't get mad about it. And I'm like, that's how I know they've seen it. <laughs> that's how I know they've seen it. When they're literally calling out the audience to not, to yeah, not. It's going to be even worse them. now. It's going to be even worse. Okay. Like, like that's I'll internet 101. You do not tell the internet not to get mad about don't something. Get mad, it will get guys. madder. <laughs> The best part of the broadcast this week is when Mike Joy mentioned to Clint Boyer that his Twitter got hacked. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That's right. Again, it's it's little thing. You can have comedy in it. I mean, as much as I don't like Joe Buck and and Troy Aikman, they do have a little comedy in there with each other. But it's it's organically brought into the broadcast by what's going on, like that. That was organically just came up really funny because of something they were talking about. That's what I'm cool with that. I don't need it to be like, and they're in turn three, but they don't know if they'll get out of turn four. I don't need that. Like, I don't need it to be super serious and be like a Nicolas Cage. Like, well, actually, Nicolas Cage would be pretty good. I'll be honest. But I don't need it to be like really, really serious. Uh, just, like, and I don't need you to scream like Rick Allen either. Like, just a middle, right in the middle. Middle. If, if- if I can make a random comment here, talking about the Clint Boyer getting hacked thing, I just find it ironic that he that they're doing the Fox bet super sick. They're like, I'm giving away my money. And then I think the hacker was actually telling people, I'm giving away Bitcoin. Like, this is- <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was crazy. Oh, that, that was crazy. Like, everyone's crazy. getting hacked. Who was that MLB reporter that got hacked as well? Like, oh, yeah. The, the big the, time the one. Yeah, the big time. Yeah, like, yeah I can't remember just, his name. But also Carson Hosovar got hacked too. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's getting the password. Yeah, now. yeah. I need to make sure my password's on lock. Do, do you see his first his first tweet back? He's like, "I am not selling NFTs." NFTs yes, very nice. <laughs> very nice. Most like tweet in his, yeah. he's ever put out. Yeah, I'm like literally making sure I haven't been hacked right now. <laughs> oh, whoa, oh, that scared me. I just opened Twitter. I just opened Twitter what? and it gave me this pop up saying, "Introduce any introducing oh, NFT oh profile pictures." God. I thought I was hacked for a second. I was like, "What is this?" Oh, okay, Eric, Eric is selling hacked. bored apes. That's the one. I'm I've, like, I've never gotten that. In the one moment I was opening Twitter on stream, it's like, "Oh, NFTs." <laughs> but anyway, you know, we're talking about ratings for the race and all that stuff. But let's talk about our very own ratings on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast: the Pole, the famous iceberg, pole. or as I like to say, Pole. Pole. And it says, I, I was, I was waiting for that too. In the, because in the uh, itinerary it says pull, like literally right there. The so, but anyways, but, well, yeah, go over. What, the, how did you, what, what was it like? Answer, answer me, me pull? answer me, pull. <laughs> <laughs> Eric is literally on the floor laughing. Well, the ratings were down with the pole too. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, you know what's funny for a guy who's over six foot to fall to the floor. Oh. oh gosh well yeah we had we still had over fourteen thousand of you vote so thank you very much for oh, that. It's, but it's down it's down bro it's down, it's down. yeah oh. um so 14 percent of you said this was a great race and 57 percent said good so if my math is right that's 71 percent positivity terrible i know wow. for, a, uh, for, a, for a mid-race that's pretty wow yeah that's pretty good yeah. well we have a very positive audience yeah very positive Twenty-four Gluck poll seventy. Yeah. at like seventy percent. Yeah, that's right around there. Twenty-four percent of you said this is an average race. Three percent said below average, and two percent said it was bad. So negative of five percent, which is actually lower than usual. So it's just like goodish, mediocre. It's like it's like unless it's a championship, Phoenix is just meh. Yeah, it really is. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but kind of looking through the comments here. First one was, and I've seen him in the chat tonight. So I see him in the chat right now uh, from confetti underscore go uh, underscore boom. 91 said, I'm glad how we've had a first time winner, no matter what good race, but probably the least best of the four races so far. Congratulations, Chase Briscoe. Uh, so yeah, good there. I agree. Uh, Ian Perry says, Post-reconfiguration, Phoenix has proved to be a pretty average track, and this race showed it. Overall, thought that the race was pretty above average. Not every race is going to be a banger, uh, even with the Gen 7. Uh, so I agree with you on that one, which, again, we've said that all along. Uh, News Guy says, Briscoe's pit crew was absolutely perfect today. Excellent job by the 14 team. Give that, get that crew to Blaney. Damn, he went the sex races. I'm, I'm just saying, man. In the race, lose your crew. <laughs> uh, Southeast Cup Series says, this being the worst cup race of the season so far is honestly not a bad thing. Just shows how good the next gen can be. Yeah. Uh, and trust me, we will get to negative comments. I'll get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You were just getting started here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, Kylito Corner says 7 out of 10 on the groovy gauge. Chuck says second top three for Chastain. Um, let's see. Max Q, decent race. Uh, that was awesome that we got another young winner, Chase Briscoe. Uh, let's see. Uh, Hamwell says, uh, for a race at Phoenix, this was pretty great in terms of quality, but the track itself probably limits how exciting the action can be. Uh, I like Phoenix. I feel like I'm one of the few like Phoenix supporters. It's like, yeah, okay. it's not the best track. Yeah. It's like Richmond. It's good because it's a it's, well, Richmond's it's good Richmond because it's a short track, but it's one of the worst short tracks. <laughs> Phoenix is kind of the same way, but the facility is so nice. Maybe because yeah. I've just been there a few times now. Like it's They renovated it in a real great Oh, yeah. Could they could uh, they have renovated a different track? Maybe, sure. Mm-hmm. But they did a good job with. Phoenix. I almost forgot. Like, like, didn't the last time you go, Eric? Didn't you like post something about like the prices being like super high for? <laughs> oh yeah, I'd oh yeah. To check the this week. the yeah, food right. was crazy, was. and you and you got horrible quality for what you paid for. I think. Yeah. Uh, it All was right, guys. Average ballpark food at best. You ready to stir the pot a little bit with the chat here? Oh, here we go. Go ahead. Go, From go Adam it. RTR. Uh-oh. I'm so glad the real Chase finally won. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh yeah, what happened? Uh, to, what happened to Elliot too? He spun out, didn't he? Uh, yeah, but he he charged back to a lot. Yeah, line. yeah. So it's not bad, not bad. But it's about the real Chase won. No, <laughs> uh, let's see. Ryan Felix says. First good race of the season. The rest have been great. Looking forward to Atlanta. Yeah. So, I mean, in general, it seems like people are pretty positive. I guess, you know, we go down to the lowest comment as long as I can actually oh, read it loud. Here we go. Here we go. All right, boys. We're and by, positive and by the way, okay. I, I'll say this right now. I'm just going to write down the first comment every week before the show. <laughs> that way I don't uh, have to scroll twice. Uh, so the lowest one is from Samsung Elite Racing, who says, I've seen Texas races that are better than this. Uh, bad race and no passing for the lead. Kentucky was better than this oh, race. Wait. I have never seen a race as bad as the, it, it goes on forever. Oh my! But, I was I was gonna guess negative anyways for the comments. Just, no, no, just, no. I'll, I'll go. No, right that's not the first, first one. That's oh, the lowest rated. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. All right, uh, I mean, on. there's other ones down here. Spencer <laughs> Smith says Mickey Briscoe. Uh, oh, something went wrong. Say says that. what this this race was boring. There's a zero out of ten 
from Twisty, but so there's people that are that are that are upset about it. But why would you um, say Mickey Brisgum? He's just trolling, bro. No way. It's no funny. way. It's funny. Maybe it's a joke. Just uh, anyone named Chase is making now. So ah, true. Yeah. Good yeah. Uh, but as for the first comment, it's from a very, uh, very uh, what, what's the word? You've seen this guy around. Uh, I'll just say that. No Denny worries. delivers. Hey! I've never seen this kid in my life. I've what are you talking about? Him. No way. He made a he made a, a freaking awesome, cool little thing on Twitter too, where like he put the number in the middle of Denny Hamlin's car with the next gen. It looks pretty good in like you know the spacing and all that stuff. He's getting really talented on Photoshop. Props yeah. to him. Yeah, I love that. So. so so uh positive or negative? Negative. <laughs> Hamlin, well Hamlin's look at look look at Hamlin's the results. So negative. Negative. Yeah, Hamlin negative. finished thirteenth. The field today, tough. Chase Briscoe with Mahindra sponsor, tougher. That's that's positive, the comment. Uh, okay, that's positive. That's, that's, positive. That's, that's positive. Okay, that was that was a yeah. funny one. Yeah. Uh, uh, I we wouldn't we, we didn't talk about this, but Props to the, uh, the the Indian owner of Mahindra Tractors getting very oh, much yeah. excited for, for his NASCAR sponsorship. Yeah, he was tweeting out about Chase Briscoe's win to his freaking 8.9 million followers. Like, yeah, I, I didn't realize he was that famous. He has a ton of people to follow him yeah, for whatever reason. And he even reason. made Chase Briscoe's winning car as his Twitter header. That was even yeah. better. Mm-hmm. Like, whoa, whoa. So the nation of India is behind Chase Briscoe. That, apparently, yeah. Apparently T-Series <laughs> is behind Chase Briscoe. Oh, yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, so he's automatically with T-Series. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So thank you all for voting on the poll. I'll put it out after the race at Atlanta this week. Uh what else we got on tap tonight? Yeah, so we'll go over one more race, the Xfinity Series race at Phoenix. Jerry, I'm going to start off with you because you called this, like, right? Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. Wait, before we talk about no, Gregson, I almost forgot. Sorry about this. Eric Estep, you were at the race and stuff, and, like, you have something, you know, you were wearing a, you know, you're currently wearing a special shirt right now, but also, yeah. Eric, tell us about the whole Ghost Project out there and also talk about Bailey Curry's run in the number four Ghost Car. I believe y'all it, got him to paint up. I'll I'll keep it short and sweet. Yeah, Bailey was a great sport. We painted his face Thursday night to film some skits uh, for the band. He looked good in that fire suit with the the black and white paint. Anyway, he looked great. Uh, he ran great too. Qualified lucky number thirteen. Thought that was real good, real spooky, real on theme. Really good run for that team, and he kept in the top twenty all day. It was really cool to have a lot of people from Loma Vista Recordings and Revolver Magazine out there. It was all of their first NASCAR races, and so it was kind of cool. I got to like kind of show them around. I haven't like done that in a long time, or I got to show someone completely new, like, hey, that's the garage, that's so and so, that's this, that, whatever. So it was really cool. We, they sat up on the pit box for most of the race, uh, and I think a couple of them really, really enjoyed it. Like. I, I think we made a couple new fans at the very least, like actual fans that will tune in from time to time and maybe pick out some favorite drivers. So it was a great time um, and really appreciate all the, the comments I got all weekend from both NASCAR fans, from ghost fans who were just like, what the, what is even going on to see those, our, our rock band is on a NASCAR car. Well, okay. I also saw someone uh, in, in, in someone uh, special saw it too. Uh, Mike Helton. He saw, he noticed the, uh, he noticed the, <laughs> okay, right. I, I was, was going to say, show? I was going to say, I didn't want to name names, but... I mean, Eric is joking about it. So. Well, I think it was on this show, right, that I made the joke about, mm-hmm. like, let's hope Mike Kelton doesn't come by before the race. And he was expecting it. No, he, he, I, I made that joke, and I kid you not, I sent you guys the video. Uh-huh. Before the race, right before qualifying, might have been right after qualifying, Mike Helton's walking through the garage. He stopped. We had a big cardboard stand-up, like six percent <laughs> Papa Emeritus, the you know ghost main character, uh-huh. and Bailey Curry. And he stops, just 
pulls out his phone and I just like start sending a text. And I was like, I like my heart stopped. Like, no, Mike, cover it. Okay. No, Mike, no. But so we, we both, he probably had we both have Mike Helton stories now. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, I, I'm sure he moved. I'm sure it had nothing to do with that. It was just Eric's is a little easier to tell on the air though. So mm, yeah, so. yeah. But yeah, but no. Cool. Prop, yeah. Props to Bailey Curry. I mean, got a top twenty and stuff. Qualified thirteenth. He's a very underrated Xfinity Series driver. No, I feel like if he had more backing, he'd be running in the top ten consistently. No. But yeah, he's I want to solid. Yeah, I want to bring this up. Eric actually got you know mentioned multiple times by Loudwire, which mm-hmm. for yeah. any of you that aren't in the rock scene and metal scene, that's like a really big deal. And the only yeah, reason I know that cool. is because Jared told me. I was like, "Wait, what is that?" He's like, like okay. yeah. motorsports <laughs> equivalent. That's like Jeff Gluck writing an article about you. Okay, damn. So <laughs> yeah. it's a pretty big deal. So hey, Eric, yeah, it was cool. Super. It was cool to see how many outlets picked up the press release and ran with the story. You know, both racing and I know Jalopnik did a piece. NASCAR published it on their uh, like the front of their app when you logged in on Saturday. Um, then yeah, a lot of like metal and rock places. So it was really cool. Overall, it went great. It was cool to introduce new people and a new sponsor. To racing and their whole fan base ghost has millions of followers across their platforms and they were promoting all weekend long and getting a lot of very positive comments so hopefully hopefully a few new fans tuned in to the race for the first time and and enjoyed it so i think it was a very mutual it was very mutually beneficial for both sides and it was a lot of fun so uh, appreciate everyone supporting it um and and it was it was an awesome experience. I had to wear the, the jersey, the crew uniform. Yeah, <laughs> and, honestly, I knew, and I knew and I knew he was gonna wear it. I knew he was gonna wear I it. I might like hang this up on my wall or something, like the way people doing like their man cave. Do like a shadow box. Oh, just wear it to yeah. one more race. Come on, man. You gotta wear it to I one can't, more race. Right? No, that, if if, if they're it. not in the show, you don't wanna yeah. wear that. All right, yeah. fine. fine. And, I'm not gonna and, be like and, you know, and, you'll see those crew guys wearing like uniforms from like ten years ago. Like I I think it looks really cool. Like but it'll just stand out, you know. I'm that kind of guy. I can't show up with an Alex Bowman exalted or nationwide shirt at this point just because it's not the same yeah but and then there's me um hey eric on the subject of merchandise i did i hear correctly in one of your live streams that they might be making more diecast potentially they oh. might be i don't want to make any promises that aren't going to come true but from what i heard from from some of the guys that you know they sold out of the 500 or so like mm-hmm. in one afternoon they might make some more and if they do i will be immediately tweeting about it and putting out the link so hopefully some of you guys who were asking about it and weren't able to find them um can can check them out so nice. hopefully that happens fingers crossed on i'm sure a lot of people asked if these crew shirts will be for sale as well probably not oh, i would, I would cool. potentially potentially maybe keep an eye out for like your racing warehouse they might get that's a hold true. of one you never know i think bailey was talking about auctioning off the the fire suit for let's like oh, a charity that's a, or that's a good, i don't know that's if that'll happen but yeah that's um, good but yeah, no, it was a great experience. So I appreciate everyone's support on it. It was it was surreal for me to have my logo on Ghost NASCAR. Like, what, what the what are the odds? But that's awesome. It was great. It was that's great. awesome, man. Now back to the Xfinity race, though. I mean, Jared, you start us off here because look, I gotta I gotta give it to you, man. You called this last year about you know Noah Gregson. This is gonna be his year. He's gonna show out. I mean, so far, man. I mean. His worst finish this season is what, like a top five, and he already has a win like this year, like, third or fourth, yeah, I think. He is he is very consistent early on in the going. I mean, just what are your thoughts on that? I, I mean, I, I don't want to I don't want to sound like a jerk, but there's no way to put it without sounding like I, I'm not surprised he was up front and running well. I have to admit. Uh, you can ask Danny because he was sitting next to me while I was watching it. I was I was getting a little nervous when uh, Josh Berry was starting to make his way up. So I'm like, don't don't steal this win away from me. I need this for my pick points. Um, but no, and I'll uh, I'll joking aside. Um, 
it, it, I mean, he's all, he's always run really well at Phoenix. I mean, if you remember Austin Sindrick when he won the championship in 2020, he passed Noah Gregson for the win. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, Gregson's always been right up there competing at Phoenix. It just can't, you know, close it out. It it does seem like a different, you know, driver since like that probably Darlington ish last well, year when he what? won. How many years is he in it now? Three or four years in Xfinity? It's his third year, isn't it? Yeah, I believe it's his third. Yeah, I know like, he was with Junior Motorsports in 2019, 2020. This, this is four, his, fourth year. His fourth, I think. Or his yeah. fourth? Wow. Yeah, because he, he was in the PUBG car at Homestead 2019. I remember oh, seeing that car. Oh, that's right. Okay, okay. Damn, so yeah, he's been here for a while. 2019, was that long ago? Man. Yeah, it, um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, Noah Gregson's, I think at this point, has proven himself that he is one of the guys to beat uh, when it comes to the Xfinity series. Uh, I mean, so I'm, I don't think that this is at all the end of it for him when it comes to wins. I think he's going to get, uh, he's going to get a lot more this year. I think he's in the position that like Cindric was in last year. The Briscoe was in the year before it, Reddick was in in 2019. Yeah. Having more time in that series helps drivers long-term. And I think, I think it's really helped Gregson, uh, become a better driver yeah and just in time he's making his cup series well no he's not making his cup series debut but his second start his first start for colleague racing on a non-super speedway so his first ever non-super speedway start in the cup series will be this weekend and hey or do we, do, do we want to say non-super speedway yet or, oh oh yeah I, I, good, yeah you got me there yeah i don't know we'll find uh, out we'll see <laughs> we'll see but yeah but yeah i don't know eric what, what do you think about about yeah, no, 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 Gregson at this point, he's a, he's one of the championship favorites. I mean, he, I guess already coming into this year, you kind of said, oh, championship four is probably the goal and a championship would be great. But I think at this point, a championship is the goal. Championship four should almost be expected. Like who, who's, who's really in contention alongside him when you got, you know, Trevor Bain's not full-time in that 18 or no uh, full-time drivers. You know, There's never, Ty Gibbs, AJ Allmendinger. And I'm trying to think a couple, maybe one of the colleague guys, maybe Hemrick gets back there. Although I haven't loved the speed out of colleague, really any of their cars to mm-hmm. start this year. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think at this point, Noah Gregson is one of the championship favorites. It might even be, come down to him and a lot of his junior motorsports teammates. So I, I, I think it might come down to him and Josh Berry in the end of it. Yeah, all guy you can't count him out either. But I, I don't know. I'm not like like Jared said. It doesn't surprise me anymore to see Gregson, especially not Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, expect him to run well there. But the fact that he's finished third, second, second, first to start this year that's pretty. That's pretty crazy. Um, you, you had mentioned you know Trevor Bain not being full time and all, but I, I do want to give you know he was my pick to win and actually you know start off really good. But I don't know if y'all was really watching it because Jarrett was paying attention more to Barry and Gregson, but he also knows me paid attention to it. At one point, Trevor Bain was like far back and like over over 10 seconds back. He ended up coming back to finish, I think, fourth. And like at one point, it climbed up like four seconds back. He was like the fastest thing. car out there at the he end of the race. He was charging. He didn't have enough time, but he had come back from a long ways back. Hey, if he keeps this up, we might have to do a whole revisiting Trevor Bain video at this point. I mean, like, he really has impressed me, too. I did not think he would be running this well, and it makes you think, like, I mean, with him running this well, I mean, perhaps next year, I mean, you know, obviously this is, you know, so early in the season, but perhaps in 2023, we could see him in some more races, perhaps maybe a full-time stay. I mean, I don't know if he wants to do that, but I mean, just the way he's running and stuff, I'm like, wow, just, 
I mean, it, it, it's something about these Roush Racing drivers, these former Roush Racing drivers. They leave a team, and then they're immediately, like, happier. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Like, it's true. They're, they're immediately happier, and then also, like, they're running better, too, in a lot of cases as well. So, I mean, because, again, like, after the Auto Club race, and Trevor Bain kind of kind of slammed Roush, Jack Roush a little bit there and stuff, but, you know. But, hey, it, it's great to see him running up front, man. It really is, and I don't know if he chooses to run full-time next year, hell, I wouldn't blame him, man, especially it, it, for Jim it, it just depends on what kind of funding he can get, because that, that sponsor yeah. he's got is mm-hmm. family-owned, so... Yeah, yeah, so probably can only afford... I mean, what is he doing? Only seven races this year, right? I thought it was like 10 or 15. Oh, okay. no, 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 it's not that many. I think it was like seven or eight. Yeah, I think it was around the seven to, to nine range, mixed up with some, something like that, but, yeah. hey, you know, hey, props to Trevor Bain. Hey, we might have to do a not-a-bus video for the Xfinity series on him, because, I mean, yeah, he's pretty damn good in this series, that's for sure. But, he's I mean, doing what he's supposed to do. In yeah, car. exactly. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll say that. Like, exactly. Yeah, supposed to do. you're supposed to be no worse than top five in that car. I, I think what's more impressive with him doing well is that he has been relatively removed from competition, especially full-time competition for years now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the last time he was full-time in any series was the first year we were doing this. Oh, and, yeah, 2018. Oh, and then he... And oh, he's yeah. still... Yeah, That's so... Right. I think that's what makes it impressive. It's not that he's he's doing it in this car because you guys are right. He should do it in this car. I think it's just the the, the distance away from what the Gregsons, Allgaiers, you know, Barry even compare how much that he's raced to them. I, I would say it is relatively uh, unexpected. Mm-hmm. I, I thought he would be bottom half, top ten most of the time. Yeah. So, I mean, were there any other notables in the uh, Xfinity race besides those two? I mean, like, I mean, Ty Gibbs was like, he was running up front, he was doing his thing. Justin Allgaier, he was running up front, too. He's usually pretty good at Phoenix. I mean, yeah, I will not, be honest. Really. Gibbs was mad at Barry, right? He had to come back yeah. in that spin. Yeah, that's that about was... it. But yeah. but, yeah, I guess the last thing, we can kind of gloss over this, too. I mean, we usually don't talk about the ARCA races, but this one, it was, a, it was a, a um, definitely a, a, a tribute win for DGR Racing. Who was it? Uh, Tan, Tanner Gray, right? Couldn't have asked for a better result in that one. Yeah, Tanner Gray, you know, a few days after losing their hauler driver, uh, you know, they end up getting the victory there. And it was on a final restart, too, with two laps to go. So, I mean, you had to fight for that win. So, yeah, that that's a good feel-good win for that team. That's exactly just, what they needed. Just the fact that no one even knew they'd be racing, but they sent out Haley mm-hmm. Diggins hauler last second. I think it was their car they had prepared for the race at Pensacola. They just sent that one out there, and then it had the speed they needed. Oh, wow. Chad was also mentioning Parker Retzlaff in qualifying, qualifying top ten. I don't know his story. He isn't he an iRacing racing guy? Yeah, yes. he actually yes. raced. He actually wow. raced last night in iRacing. racing. Yeah. Um, he, I know. I know. It's like Dale Junior shouted him out, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like in lap two, and then like I look about thirty laps later, and he's like thirtieth. I'm like, oh, well, at least he put a good lap down. Hey, like, he put, he put a good lap in. Put like, a good lap in. You know that it is a cool story, though. You know that meme of Homer Simpson disappearing into the bush. That's Del Jr. After that tweet. <laughs> no, that's that's still a cool story. Hopefully, he it can is cool more and stuff. But also, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Raja Karuth. He um was uh, inside the top five as well. So he's getting some laps in, and, and his uh, his arc starts too. It's good to see him run, you know, well on non super speedways. Didn't he stuff, finish so. fourth? Yeah, he was in the top five. Yeah. If not for that final yeah. rack caution, he he might have had a shot at the win. Yeah, he probably could have knocked yeah. the guy out of the way if he wanted yeah, to. Raja is going to get a win sooner rather than later in, in Arca. I I guarantee. I, I think he'll get at least one this year, guaranteed. Yeah. But okay, so uh, we are now going to move on from Phoenix. We are now at that point in the show where I'm going to read Super Chats. Yep, Jared, you, I got you, you read my mind exactly. So just uh, tell me uh, when you're ready, and we can start the three-minute timer. All right, ready? 
just give me a second. Go. All right. Thank you. All right. All right. I'll, I'll reset. Okay. okay. Go. Thank you. All right, Isaac, thank you so much for the two-hour super chat. What would you do to change the Fox the uh, the Fox broadcast? Um, get rid of the cringy skits, perhaps add some new talent to the booth and stuff. Maybe keep Mac, you know, keep Mike Joy, but maybe you know, try out some new people and stuff. It's, I don't know. It's just Fox needs it definitely needs to, um, a change for sure on their NASCAR broadcast. The other White Castle with the two-hour super chat. Thanks, man. Two dollars towards the Eric Shaves on stream fund. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. I haven't shaved in like two years. It's going to take more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Groovy Goose, thanks for the $2 super chat. First English teacher, Jarrett. Now man fun, Darren. <laughs> I guess Jarrett looks like an English teacher. Looks like a college professor before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's uh, right. Yeah. 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 There was a time. Oh, and yes, the one and only, the fly guy only, 773. Thank you so much for the $20 super chat, man. Nothing but love, my brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, I love your channel, dude. Your streams are freaking amazing. Don't worry, we're gonna be doing that, you know, the most NASCAR costumes in a video game history video on you very soon. Because he broke Michael Roots' record. Had over a hundred costumes on on his <laughs> streams. Yeah. At Bristol. It was crazy. Did he uh, purposely try and make No, he was trying no, he was trying to race. They were just that That's bad. amazing. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Isaac which, oh, which which game was it on? Um Inside Line was racing as Dan Patrick. And he ended okay. up winning the race too. That's the funniest <laughs> part. So yeah. Isaac, thank you so much for the $2 super chat. How much pressure's on Custer now that Briscoe has won? I mean, again, we were talking about him finished 16th, at, you know, um, uh, finished 16th in the previous Phoenix race. I mean, now you have Harvick and, you know, the other two um, storehouse racing drivers running up front. I mean, he's got to be feeling just a, just a little bit of pressure, just a little bit maybe. GN, thank you so much for the $5 super chat. In hindsight, why was NASCAR desperate for young guys winning in 2018? Even if it even if it even if it was that bad. Um Dale was it Jr. The, retiring. Yeah, I was, I was yeah. just about to say, was it the large drop off in fans from Dale Jr. retiring? Okay. Absolutely. 100 yeah. percent Yes. Answer sir. his own question. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Well done. Less than a minute. All right. Groovy Goose, thank you so much for the $5 super chat. Has there been an issue with the car getting too hot so far this season? I remember that was an issue during the offseason also jared spin the ufo spin the ufo i don't uh, think so i think they got that i noticed that yeah, yeah. Uh, even the uh even all the toyotas didn't have any overheating problems right I, I oh yeah as far as like the engines, uh i mean at auto club they did but okay. yeah it's done okay okay so it's not too much of an issue now um yeah. gavin adcock with the five dollar super chat this year reddick has has the consistent performance to win five or more races and that is kind of crazy. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I did. Got to win one first. <laughs> I did. He has to win one first. But I did say during the off season, him, Chase Briscoe, and William Byron could be in line to win multiple races. So hey, Chase Briscoe's already crossed off that box. And one done. Win, so we'll see what happens. But and anyway, done. anyways, thank you guys so much for the super chats. We will read them at the very end of the show. The rest of them uh, appreciate all the love and support from you guys. We wouldn't be able to do this without viewers like you. We have turned it to uh, PBS officially. And for that, thank you. <laughs> and now, moving on. It is I like now how we're calling the Super Chats a tax now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> your right, taxes right. pay for our that's network. Right. We're PBS, though. We cannot do this without public viewers <laughs> like you. Thank you. <laughs> Guys, thank you at the end. Anyways, the, this edition of the NASCAR Weekly Podcast is brought to you by the fine folks over at Lionel Diecast. 
Hold on. Oh, what is my itinerary doing? Okay, there we go. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this edition of the podcast. Make sure to order the new 2022 diecast of your favorite NASCAR driver now at LionelRacing.com or any authorized Lionel retailer. Now, I notice a, a bit of a trend here. Um, we'll Eric didn't with, understand the assignment. We'll start with the odd man out, Eric Eastep. Uh, what is your car? What is your? I don't keep. I don't think I have a Tony Stewart diecast in my I, house. I, I that's how it should be. That's you could have at least brought out a twenty. You have Matt Kenseth, nope. I'm sure. That, that, that oh, isn't how, how, that isn't how dare you equate the two? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've got. I picked this up at uh, my local Walmart the other day. I believe this is Wave Eleven NASCAR Authentics, and I just thought it was nice because I didn't even plan this. I was drinking a Dr Pepper Zero before the show, <laughs> so it matches very nicely. Perfect, Jared. Well, I have Tony Stewart's 2002 diecast, uh, which is a Pontiac. And uh, I don't know if it'll show up really quick. I mean, you can kind of just see it, even though it's a little blurry. It does not say smoke. It says Tony Tony Stewart Stewart. on it. uh, Because I believe 20 years ago, the first Atlanta race was won by Tony Stewart in this car. Ah, that's right. That's right. And then I've got the kind of meeting in the road between Jarrett and Darren. I've got 2008, the only year he ever drove a Toyota. He did not win in the Home Depot colors, I don't think. He won in the Subway, Subway. colors that he, season. Him and Subway. He didn't win. Uh, yeah. he oh, didn't win oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. Well, he, okay. he won, yeah. but to this he day, didn't win. The history books show he won. Uh that, that's another discussion, but yeah. no, I always liked this car. Uh, the, this is a solid paint scheme, and granted, what they did for Joe Logano was pretty nice, but I like that car, so I, that's why I got it. And then this is from 2015, and a fun backstory to this, when I was interning at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, we had a bunch of junk in our, in, in one of the office, um, excuse me, in one of the office closets. Um, there was a bunch of old programs, and there was one diecast in there, and it happened to be this 2015 edition of Tony Stewart's, and on this one, yes. He does have smoke on there, if you can see that. But uh, but yeah, so along with uh, bringing home this diecast, I was um, also allowed to bring home a bunch of old programs that I have in my closet. So some more collector's items, but uh, definitely like this one too. And I actually uh, took this out of the box for the very first time. I was I was thinking about showing like another diecast wherever, and then I'm like, yeah, I haven't shown this one off yet, so I might as well. But but yeah. So appreciate everybody uh, showing off their diecast too. Um, even you, Eric. You know, bit of the odd man out, but it's all good. It's all good though. What's with the, what's the, what, why would we do a Tony? Why, why Tony? I'm sorry. We, it just happened, bro. It just happened. It, it, it wasn't planned. Eric went full Tony Crossing Tony's flagship. Tony's flagship car one. You're supposed to go all Tony. Yeah, true. Yeah, good point. Mine also does say smoke. And also, just looking at the back of this, it's funny to think about how many diecasts they used to make back in these runs. This was number 20,491 of who knows how many they made in that run. Whoa, well, that's crazy. Really quick, thank you so much, Phil Butchers, for becoming a champ. Well, he's been a channel member for 10 months. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, hashtag justice for Reagan. Yes, he gets it, Jarrett. He gets it at 100%. Thank you guys so Good much. man. And thank you to the fine folks over at Lionel Diecast. Don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics Diecast at a Walmart near you. Now. Do y'all hear anything? Oh, Gosh. it still works after all this time. I always think it never works from time to time, but it always does. And it's the lightning round on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. Did my mic cut out? Yeah, I'm not used to seeing your eyebrows this clearly. I'm used to your hair covering it, and now they're like, whoa. Jared, what do we have on tap for tonight? 
Uh, we got a few things. Uh, so it looks like Atlanta will likely have a yellow line rule according to Steve O'Donnell. O'Donnell also. Today, yeah. Oh, yeah. they did confirm it. Like okay. A, a so it is, it is Atlanta super speedway. Yeah. Uh, and then NASCAR is going to be taking a look at electric exhibition races soon. Uh, the cup gateway race is going to be called the enjoy Illinois 300. The only time <laughs> those two words being put together will actually uh, make any sense. It's like, you're probably not going to live there at that point. So it's going to like, Jared, come enjoy Illinois with us. <laughs> enjoy Illinois. You know what I enjoy most about Illinois? What? Leaving. leaving it yeah i know it. yep I know it. yep <laughs> I, I i flip off the sign every time i come back into the state Jeez. uh <laughs> ross chastain will Traditions. be driving for nice in the truck series this that, weekend that's surprising but i'm happy to see it that's cool uh and biffle will be in the 44 car this weekend gregson in the 16 mm-hmm. uh this sunday's race will be the final one at atlanta sponsored by quick trip bob Pockers reported Aww. that uh, but th- this will perk you guys up a little bit. Blake Shelton will be performing a concert one hour before the All Star race, not right before. Oh it, no, not Texas. right before the race again. Five seconds before it. <laughs> uh, and Tyler Reddick has signed a contract extension with RCR through twenty twenty three, according to Jordan Bianchi. They went in and locked up immediately. Uh, uh, he's happy, but Corey LaJoy isn't because his crew chief and two of his crew members will be suspended the next four points races. For their tire violation, oh, yeah. uh, four I haven't heard the clip yet, but apparently he's not. He he disagrees, or he he's thinks pissed. it's a, a yeah, rule that needs to mad. be reworked. Which, yeah, yeah, well, he's pissed. <laughs> uh, Kyle Bush managed to talk Kyle Bush into letting him drive Kyle Bush's car <laughs> or truck that is at Coda. <laughs> well, well, you drive a hard bargain, Mister Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt Kenseth will run again at the Slinger Nationals hey. this year. Win again. Let's go, Eric. Nine times. I'm calling you, it. You, you gonna go? No, nah, I probably won't go this year. Yeah. It's too far But at I will least be at the went, fairgrounds. At least he went for I'll, his yeah. first one. That I'll go to one of his SRX races. Yeah, sure. out of all the SRXs, I'd probably go to Nashville. I feel like that's where yeah. he's got a better shot. Come Slinger's a great, great track. If you live in the Midwest, you've probably already been. But if you haven't, you live up anywhere near Wisconsin, Slinger Speedway is or mm. Super Speedway. It's it's an awesome track. That was called if Super SRX Speedway? Didn't, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, wow. If the SRX didn't prove it last year, it is a fantastic track. So okay. definitely go if you're in the area. Uh, what weather short oval tires are not a priority for NASCAR anymore, according um, to Bob Pockers. And then that's fine. Happiness here today is the 19 year anniversary since Craven and Bush's finish at Craven got him. Whoa, so, so damn, ah, NASCAR, you go. Good. NASCAR Thunder 2003 is almost 20 years old, too, or 2004 mm-hmm. is almost 20 years old. Holy yeah. crap. Yep, Oof. and that's it. Yeah. That's light. We were talking tonight. about Blake Shelton, and all I could think about was, "Wow, our show! Damn, that must be a lot of pace laps." <laughs> and once again, that'll do it for another edition of the Lightning Round on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. And now back to the show. Well, this episode is also brought to you by our other major sponsor. That's right, we have a, a three-headed monster. Forney Industries, get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. Great for do-it-yourselfers or if you're a professional metal worker, wherever you land on the welding spectrum, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Where's my hat? My hat. Oh yeah, where's the famous Forney hat? There you go. There we go. Nice, looking good. It's kind of oh, matches, it matches the logo too. this time. Yeah, yeah, whoa. I yeah. Logo. yeah. This is nice. good stuff. You can shop Forney's top of the line products at ForneyIn.com, ForneyIND.com, or check them out at an authorized Forney dealer near you. Look for the logo. People are always asking about it. Uh, thank you to Forney for sponsoring the show. 
Nice. Awesome. I like this. This matches so really well. It I might does. leave this on. It does. I look very official. I look like a crew chief with this. this you do. I was just about to say, you do look like one, man. Bring him in. Bring him four more tires. That's right what I'm out. saying. Just wear that shirt to a track, and then you can just finesse your way into the pit lane. You're like, hey, I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm one of you guys again. No. Have you seen me in person? I can't finesse <laughs> no, my way no. in anywhere. No way. It'll immediately point you like, nope, he is definitely not supposed to be here. <laughs> that guy doesn't look like he belongs. That guy. He belongs in the NBA draft. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Anyway. <laughs> um, um, I'm I'm not reading it, but Corbett Racing 40x make me laugh in the chat. The, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I won't oh, say it. oh yeah, yeah. I see, I see. But anyway, well, we still got we got stuff to stuff talk. We about still tonight. some. We still. Whoa. Uh oh. <laughs> I accidentally put my chair down. I'm sorry. <laughs> there we go. That scared me for a second. <laughs> Off the rails stuff. tonight, man. Basically, yeah. But anyways, before we get into tonight's race picks, and I have a little bit of bragging to do, just a just a little bit, just a tad bit. Let me let me flex a little bit. But um, anyways, before we get into that, let's um go over a few more topics. Uh, the ASA potentially making its official return. To, no, well, to, well, well uh, to no, rumor. that's not the main thing. It's, that's it's, the, that's a that's a guess that people are having. Well, I was about the to say big it's thing, a rumor. the it's big rumor. thing is NASCAR and IMSA are going to be at Sebring oh, was, at n- tomorrow. I was oh, dude, just about to get into that, bro. You well, you don't you don't lead in with the sub part. It's the first thing on the, the itinerary, bro. Well, then read it first. <laughs> The first we, need, thing. we need to tweet anyway. out screenshots of the itinerary after every <laughs> oh show so God. people See, know I, what we're it, talking about. It, that's on me, folks. I always mess up with the itinerary at least <laughs> once per show whenever I host. But, but anyways, Jared, you, you go ahead and let me say what, what is this all this uh, so talk about? <laughs> there, there's there's uh, an announcement tomorrow with NASCAR and IMSA uh, at Sebring at 1 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow. And there's a there's a few different things. Everyone's guessing, and I figure why not have a little reckless speculation tonight. Mm-hmm. People are saying maybe the ASA is back. People are saying maybe NASCAR to Sebring. Some people are saying we're gonna have multi class NASCAR races oh. with the 24 hours. Okay. We don't actually, know. Actually, sorry. 24 hours of NASCAR. Let's do it. Actually, scratch that chat. I'm an idiot. Sorry. <laughs> I just saw the ASA first. I didn't see the bolded thing. Sorry, chat. All right, go ahead. Well, I want to mention the ASA part comes into play. NASCAR mm-hmm. Man History did a video, and mm-hmm. he noticed at the at the end that. Um, that NASCAR recently bought the trademark for the ASA, the American Speed Association, which I, I, I watched this video and I forgot the date. It was 2013, I think, was their last year of operation. So they've yep. been pretty much silent for about 10 years, almost 10 years now. But perhaps NASCAR is moving some pieces around, going to rebrand something ASA, going to bring that logo, bring that branding back. And people are wondering if that will tie into this IMSA announcement mm-hmm. tomorrow. I don't know. I, I've seen all sorts of speculation. Like you said, Jared, some people speculating that maybe NASCAR will just come race at IMSA or race at, <laughs> IMSA, race at Sebring next year, which I mean, would be interesting. I don't know what race it would replace. Would it replace Homestead probably, Miami? Cause I don't think I'd Homestead. be a fan of that. I wouldn't be a fan of that. I like no, Homestead. I don't, I don't want to lose Homestead. I, I love Homestead. Well, so I, I bring this up, and again, again, all reckless speculation, not not confirming so anything. Speculation, but I bring, guys. but I bring this up from uh, from conversations I've had with IDK mm-hmm. player who is who lives right near and goes to Homestead all the time, and he has said that it's like a lot of that buzz that was there with the finale, it's like really died down uh, around there. So maybe I, and again, there, you know. There's a little back and forth with the local government and Homestead Miami Speedway. So maybe that's where people are getting it from. I'm not saying it's going to happen, 
by by any means, but that's one of the theories that people have is that you know, well, one Florida race for another, and we ain't getting rid of Daytona. Uh, I'll say this: I think your theory is likely. I would just be disappointed if that was mm-hmm. in fact the case. I, I understand Miami; my, they were tearing down stands even with the finale still in, yeah. the, in the backyard. So I. They're I could still see tearing this. some down. Yeah, yeah the, I could the, see that happening, but I just hope it doesn't. You know? The track itself is in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing but like orange fields or something down there. I, whatever they're just plants of some kind they got, just big fields of stuff. Like and it's not so it's not like they need that land to build something like some tracks would be in the situation of, but at the same time, it's like it's a long ways from Miami itself. It's not even close to the actual Miami area. Um, so there's no drawing in like oh you're in miami no you're not you're you're literally about as far south in florida as you can get yeah. before it becomes swampland the tracks right by idk players high school though he showed me around yeah. and stuff it was, it was like right there it was like a it's pretty wild like the racetrack itself if you look on like google maps it's like the southernmost thing like in the continental United really States. Really close, really close. <laughs> yeah, it's like, really so close. it's well, like the United States ends at Homestead Miami speed. Well, <laughs> well, remember guys, after the Daytona 500, a few hours after, I had to drive over so me and IDK could uh, could test go-karts. And even you guys were like, you sure you want to make that drive? It's four hours and stuff. I mean, like I didn't- Like really, five. Like four, four, five and a half hours, something like that, man. It was, it's really, really out there. But uh, yeah, I mean- NASCAR at Sebring, you know, specifically the Cup Series there, that would be pretty damn cool. But also at the same time, you know, if we were, you know, to lose another Florida race, that being Homestead, because like you said, Jared, we're sure as hell not getting rid of the Daytona 500 or any Daytona races for that matter. That would suck, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'd be willing to give it a shot. But again, it, it would really hurt, though, to lose Homestead at this point. But I, I mean, yeah. I just feel like if if we lose Homestead for this... I, I think we're already at kind of the max number of road courses personally. So if we add another road course, mm-hmm. we also, if we add a road course, we drop an oval, we need to drop a road course and add another oval, in my opinion. That's just how I see it. Yeah. You know, if you're going to lose one, no. you know, add another one type deal. Now, a different fold that I know a lot of people I'm, I'm getting, and these are just the two major theories people are having with it. Um, the, the second major theory is that people are saying, yeah, maybe NASCAR might bring back the ASA, but that would be like the electric series that I NASCAR keeps that. talking about. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I was thinking that too. I, so I, I feel like they're not yeah. ready to announce that. Like that might happen, but I don't think that's what tomorrow's announcement will be yeah. in regards to. But yeah. maybe, I don't, I, just, I don't know. Well, the, uh, <laughs> well watch, watch them say like uh, the ASA is like the all shockwave acceleration series or something <laughs> electric so like I that. I like that. Yeah. I, and, I, and again, a lot of people have talked about it. I saw like Reddit's talked about it. I've saw it's on Twitter. I saw like the, the first one I saw talking about it was David land. And he said it was like going to rock the racing. He world. knows either, mm-hmm. either of these things. Well, he's at, I, I oh, yeah. said he's in Sabering he's right there, now, yeah. so. but these, either of these two announcements would be something really major. The ASA coming back is, is a major series granite owned by NASCAR, but NASCAR is in the, 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 the business of acquiring everything right now. They're mm. becoming like the Disney of American <laughs> motorsports. Um, but Sebring, you know, NASCAR to Sebring, that is a huge deal too, especially locally there, but just in general, when you look at the wider scope of racing. So either way, I'm, I'm really excited to see what it is tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to be like sitting at my computer. I don't know if they're like broadcasting it like they did with like the track house announcement or they are where, uh, 
Do you know where we're at? Because I didn't see that. I've, probably I've been, not. I think I saw somewhere it was going to be streamed on NASCAR.com. And probably yeah, like I'm, 1 o'clock Eastern time, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to be right there. I'll be on Twitter. Yeah, I'll be on Twitter and yeah. stuff. Hopefully I'm not like fast asleep by then. I don't know. I've been waking up hella late too. So at, I just wake up to dings on my phone. At noon? Hey, hey, man. YouTube's my job, so I get to sleep in sometimes. Didn't you bro? just say that you go to sleep immediately after the show? It's like 9 o'clock. I don't know. It, it varies. It varies, bro. I'm, I'm going to take my lunch break just right around that time. Dude. Just drive over and be like, wake up! Dude, D Darian's taking noon starts way too damn serious. I'm taking serious, it way too man. serious. Yep, noon starts, <laughs> bro. Hey, man, it's a blessing, man. Hey, I love this I just job. Wanna I, see, to I want to see a NASCAR cup car class in the rolex 24 that's what i, that's what I <laughs> give it its own do. category hell yeah. yep the next uh, gen and stock class they'd have to give it lights though that would be the weird part uh, you could do that yeah. be, oh, hey they could maybe make a few modifications <laughs> they're spamming noon yeah, in the chat of too of course they are of course they but are. I, uh, i'm excited <laughs> about it yeah yeah so we'll see what happens with that uh huge announcement tomorrow at 1 p.m eastern time Okay. Noon Central Time. It'll no, be noon, noon. Our time. That's right. Noon, noon. Central Time. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, spam noon in the chat. Anyways, let's move on now. We are now at that point in the show where we are going to go over this weekend's preview at Atlanta Super Speedway. Motor Speedway. At, 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 I don't know. Oh, yeah. At, the good old days. At, 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 Atlanta. At, 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 Atlanta Motor Speedway. Okay. But, I mean, this weekend we're going to find out, is it still really Atlanta Motor Speedway or is it Atlanta Super Speedway this time? Only time will tell. But really quick before I go into, like, the whole, you know, truck, um, Xfinity and Cup, um, just the um, the forecast and all that stuff, me and Danny had the special privilege to actually tour the Atlanta Motor Speedway. Danny, thank you so much, first off, for letting me tag along. You uploaded a video interviewing uh, various higher-ups at the racetrack, and we uh -huh. also got to walk the racetrack. You even got to drive on the racetrack. What type of racing Ooh. do you think we will see this weekend? See, I just... You know, they got the yellow line rolling in there. I don't know if they are going to have a chance to even try to do something on the yellow. On the, like, the back stretch is literally the only place you can do that. Uh, it's just, just not going to be possible to – it's going to be too narrow to try anything, and it's going to be too – you know, not enough, not enough time, basically, to make that pass, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, as far as what kind of racing I expect, again, I don't know because – we we drove uh, Claudia's Ford Escape on in turns three and four, and I can tell you this: pitting is going to be hard because I essentially tried to make a pit stop, and you're you're on the full banking, full banking, and then boom, that's where you have to get off right there. Your traction so, control is even going because you know at Daytona Talladega you've got a long stretch to kind of slow it down coming in. No, you come off the turn, but okay, get in the pit go it's and, and consider 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 we might see pack style racing pitting is gonna be an issue there will be wrecks caused by pit stops i i firmly believe in that I bring back like, the yeah. caution clock <laughs> oh no 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 <laughs> we way. have that it's brad kozlowski now ah, oh, ah, he wasn't I, right. like, he's just no. a boy <laughs> <laughs> granted you know I've only drove on that's not the third NASCAR truck I've drove on. I've drove at Bristol. Bristol is in, in intense banking, but you're in it for so short that you don't feel it. Whereas Atlanta, it's a good long ways going at that banking. You definitely feel that. And then Nashville Super Speedway, which is 14 degrees, really you don't feel that. That that's actually pretty, pretty tame to drive on. Yeah. But 
this is this is going to be crazy. Which we only drove at forty five miles an hour. Honestly, you need. It won't surprise me if there's a lot of cars that don't have to use their brake. I can definitely see going full throttle with this track, but I am scared though. There will be a lot of checking up that has to be done because of how narrow the track is. I think turns one and two will be will be good. Turns three and four is where I expect problems to be had. Now, as far as the package, they're not running any type of restrictor plate, nothing like that, right? Well, are they doing a tapered spacer? No, they're doing the same power levels for all three series okay. as Daytona and Talladega. Okay, uh, okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Okay, so hey, we'll see what type of racing we get. Um, either way, we're going to be talking about it this weekend. So, um, and which we'll get into this with the weather, but there's a good chance we. They won't even get the practice. Yeah, and that, yeah, that's yeah, another that's another loop for these uh, for well, these teams. And that, that's a good thing, though, in a sense, because for, like it was originally looking like at first the initial forecast had Sunday being all thunderstorms, then Saturday. Now it's moved back to Friday. Maybe we'll just keep we'll just keep rolling that back. Just get back to like Thursday night. You know, whatever. Mm, okay. All right. I'd be scared to run this thing without practice. Yeah. Do you think they'd like yeah. Yeah. like delay it and like add an hour of practice Sunday morning? Like, may- I mean, they've done maybe, that before. Yeah. Well, no, no. Th- this has been done before at tracks when there's like, uh, for instance, tire issues. They have run emergency practice sessions either the night before, which again, track has lights. Practice. Don't have to. Yeah. Don't have to. Don't have to bug Bob. Light has tracks. <laughs> or, Track headlights. <laughs> <laughs> I don't make a shirt that says Dude, that. You're point. on a roll tonight. I, I am, man. I'm light has track. tracks. There light has tracks. Um, but yeah, they they might do it. I mean, they did it in Michigan in 2012 when they ha- were having tire issues. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Maybe they'll do it. I mean, we got light has tracks. Right, his tracks. <laughs> exactly. That's a new saying. I love that. Make that into a T-shirt and sell it on your on your channel. I might <laughs> people buy it. I'll, I'll I'll put a little design on there. Yeah, that'd be cool. But anyways, let's go over all three races. So this weekend's truck series race is called the FR8 208 freight or freight hmm. freight freight. <laughs> and Darian yeah, takes it right like... back from me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I like the way this name comes off the tongue, though. Okay. Freight 208. Freight 208. Okay, that makes sense. Man, it's, I always mess up the freight thing. Right, freight, so... freight, freight ran like follow me on Twitter last week. I thought that was interesting. Oh, I, was like, cool. I, was like, I was like, oh, hello, Freight. That's cool. But anyway, say this, Danny. <laughs> but anyways, the Freight 208 truck race, a uh, total of 135 laps. The start time for this race is 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time over on FS1, and you can listen to it on MRN Radio. The defending race winner is Rowdy Bush. Uh, so, yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, the Xfinity Series race name is the ne- Nelly Cars 250. Nelly Cars 250, did I say that right? To be I fair, I don't Nally. know on that one. So, I okay. think it's Nally. Nally. Okay, I was about to say Nelly for a yeah. second. I'm like, wait, no, there's no E until the end. So, yeah. So the Nelly Nally selling cars. Another halftime show? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the Nally Cars 250. A total Only just of, a dream. <laughs> a total... <laughs> A total of 163 laps. Uh, the start time for this race is 5 p.m. Eastern time over on FS1, and you can listen to it on PRN. So we're going to get a doubleheader on Saturday. And uh, the weather. Now, the weather, mm, uh, 65 degrees, um, um, times of, uh, um, or chances of cloud. Well, wait, hold on. Wait, why does it say, like, oh, okay, I, don't, I don't know. I was confused for a Times second. of cloud and sun. Oh, okay, sorry about clouds that. Clouds and sun. Sorry about that. Times of cloud and sun, uh, chances of rain um, for the truck and Xfinity Series race 
are a 7%. All right, for a second, I, I read that wrong. So we, we might be in the clear. We might be good. So we have a good chance. But anyways, the defending race winner for the Xfinity Series race is Justin Allgaier. And now, the granddaddy of them all, the Cup Series race. The Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500, a total of 325 laps. Um, the start time for this race is 3.30 p.m. Uh, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Fox, and you can listen to it on PRN. For Sunday, the weather is looking like 67 degrees, uh, plenty of sunshine with a 6% chance of rain. Ryan Blaney is the defending race winner, and brace yourselves for all of you watching on TV, Jeff Gordon is in the booth. Look at this! Look at this! You get to hear look at this over and over and over again. Oh, it's great. It's great. Just uh, a quick... Just a quick note I wanted to add there, because you said there's only a 6% chance of rain, but we noticed it somewhat of a chance on Friday. Mm -hmm. Something I don't know if anyone noticed, we've talked about the banking and stuff at Atlanta, but they've added a new thing to the surface that's called an ODL filtration layer. And that was what really captured my attention the most from everything that they've done. Mm -hmm. This stuff is actually meant to kind of absorb the water. It goes basically through the asphalt and it filters it into a drainage system that kind of goes under the track. So oh. I am kind of low-key interested to see how that impacts uh, Friday's, uh, you know, practice. You know, maybe if, if, if they get a break, they might be able to dry it enough. We'll yeah, see. Perhaps, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. And uh, let's look at the betting odds. The betting odds on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. Uh, the favorites for this weekend's Cup Series race at Atlanta. Uh, Kyle Larson enters as the favorite with at, at plus 1,000 to win the race. And, well, also the second favorite, basically, you know, they're tied for being the uh, the race-winning favorite. Ryan Blaney tied with Kyle Larson at, at excuse me, at plus 1,000 as well to win the race. Uh, Joey Logano sits in third at plus 1,200, followed by Denny Hamlin, also tied for third place at plus 1,200. And finally, rounding out the top five is Chase Elliott at plus 1,300. Now, the best of the rest, uh, a few interesting drivers. Uh, Kyle Busch is plus 1,400. Alex Bowman, plus 1,500. And Tyler Reddick, plus 1,600. And now, for my favorite part of the segment, the underdogs, the famous underdogs. Uh, the defending race winner, Chase Briscoe, it enters this weekend at plus 1,800. Austin Sendrick, the Daytona 500 winner, at plus 2,000. Kurt Busch, also plus 2,000. Ross Chastain, plus two, um, uh, 2,500. And finally, Eric Jones. All you have to do is finish the race, buddy. But this week, he is plus 4,000 in the betting odds to win. So uh, so even the underdogs are are pretty damn close. I feel like even the odds makers, are, um, um, even they're like, Hey, this is a new track, a new reconfigurated track. So, hey, we, you know, we really don't know what's going to happen yet. So, we'll see how they race, definitely for sure. And oh, 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 before we get to race picks, I almost forgot for the second week in a row, the NASCAR Weekly Podcast Fantasy League is currently in a tight, tight battle amongst the top five. Uh, currently in the lead is uh, UGR2. He has a 12-point lead over Trevor Sports 98, so a very close points battle. Not too far behind is Bubba's Sports Mania Talk, followed by Jets 48 in fourth, and rounding out the top five is 48 Nation, and a few other notables here. Um, uh, uh, Danny, Claudia, your wife is currently in, uh, uh, she's flirting with the top 20, so she's up there. Um, my mom currently P22, she's tied for that spot. Danny delivers P24, and way, way, way back is me just hanging inside the top 50 in 45th place. So we'll see I, if we I, do, I do want to say, I got a top five last week in the fantasy, oh, so awesome. I, I got to say that. Awesome. I got my first top 20 finally. I was just happy for that. So <laughs> yeah, hopefully we can make that happen. 
so, but uh, unfortunately, Danny, as far as the uh, the pick points, it's a totally different story for you, bro. I'm sorry, sorry to bring it up. Okay, so I'm I'm not that far in the base as far. I was last yeah, year. Though. Not too far behind, but you know, a bit of a spoiler. Still, still in the basement right now. But hey, it's all good because you can at least be happy for me because I am currently the points leader. Oh my god, how'd this happen? So chat, you can do all that. You know, shit talking all you want and stuff. And yep, sorry, I cussed. L's in the yep. chat. L, so put that L in the chat for yourself because I currently have a three point lead over the chat at the moment. Um, 77 points, and the chat is behind by three points. But hey, it's all good. We still have a very long season. At this time last year, I think I was flirting with the points lead, but then quickly became irrelevant not long after. So hey, you know, it's all, yep. and Jared knows that for sure. He's the defending champion. But um, right now sitting on the podium is Eric Estep, currently minus 18 points behind. Uh, Jarrett sits in fourth, minus 23. It's all good. He, he doesn't really care. He has his championship, so <laughs> this might be a lame duck here. Hey, we still have a long year, though, so, so still have some time to catch up. And finally, in the famous NASCAR Weekly Podcast point, uh, pick points basement is Danny B. Yay, Danny B. Back in the basement again. He's in the upper left on our stream. He's up there. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. He's up. Hi, guys. He's up on something now. Wait. Well, actually, hold on. Actually, wait a minute. Oh, that's <laughs> right. He can do whatever he he's wants. He's on the bottom. Oh, that's right. That's very funny. He's on the bottom. No, I'm just kidding. I'll move you back up to your spot. <laughs> no, it's all good. But anyways, all right. So let's get right into it, folks. Uh, so let's get right into it. So the pick order is obviously by you know the points. So I have the privilege. Of picking first, Eric will pick second, Jarrett third, Danny fourth, and the chat, since you are the chat, you are, of course, going to pick last. So let's get right into it. Who is going to win this weekend's truck race? Oh, God, I got to go first. Crap! I always <laughs> like going last or whatever. But... Like right. you said, you have the privilege of going first. And then I'm like, crap. Usually a disadvantage. <laughs> yeah, then I'm like, crap. Um, okay, so one quick question. Isn't Kyle Busch racing this weekend? No, no, he's not. Oh, he's not? Oh, oh yeah. No, Corey That was Hyman. Oh, okay, that's right. Cody's going to be right there. Uh, Ryan Priest is in this race. Mm, okay, you know what? Mm, I mean, I know it's a new track and stuff, but, you know, but what car, well, I mean, excuse me, what truck is Ryan Priest in, though? The 17. 17. Okay. He'll be you know, teammates of Haley Deegan. Okay, I'm going to go with Ryan Priest. That'll be my pick. I feel like that might be the safe pick. Hey, why are you laughing? Why are you, you want a truck <laughs> race? <laughs> you want a truck race before Eric? <laughs> are you okay? Yes. Uh, I'm gonna go with a guy who just won a truck championship, okay. Benjamin Rhodes. I don't know if that's. I assume that's his full name. I assume. I, think, short for I assume it is. Yeah. Short for Benji. I don't know. This weekend is a huge, huge, huge wild card, and we have no idea about really anything so far. Whether it'll be Super Speedway or it'll be a normal race that just gets growing out, we don't know. I'm gonna play it relatively safe. I'm gonna go with John Hunter Nemechek this week. Uh, I think he'll get the victory. I'm following Jared where he goes. I was also going to go with John Hunter and check. All right. Sounds good. And as for the chat, I saw a lot of, well, well it's starting to change up. I mean, I saw a lot of Ryan Priest's earlier. I, eh, I still I still I, see more Priest. I still see I a know. lot of Priest. I mean, you guys are going to be picking the same as me, so you might yeah, not. It's, I think it's it's pretty safe to say Priest at this point. I know there's like a little bit of a delay, but uh, there's Yeah, I mean, I'm scrolling. Hey, we'll, we'll give you guys Ryan Priest then. All right. Yeah. So the chat picks Ryan Priest. Picking the same guy as me again. Okay, so now moving on to the Xfinity Series. Who is going to win the Xfinity Series race? 
crap. I have to go first again. Um, I am going to go with Noah Gregson. Dude's on a roll. Again, this is going to be a wild card race, I guess. Or, you know, but you're, there might be a chance that, you know, it, we, it might be somewhere in the middle between old Atlanta and then you have this new configuration. So I, I, I we don't know exactly how they're going to run at this racetrack this weekend quite yet. But so far, Noah Gregson has been a pretty safe pick as far as uh, ex- as far as Xfinity Series picks go. So, when your worst finish is, is third place, you are having an awesome start to your season, Noah Gregson. All right, they're running the Super Speedway package. I know it wasn't a college car in victory lane this past February at Daytona, but I think a college car wins today. And I think because it's a newly reconfigured track, there's a good chance this is going to be a really wacky, wacky race. Who's the college driver who's won some wacky races? AJ Allmendinger wrecked across the finish line at Bristol. He won that curb race at the Indy Road Course and Cup last year. I think AJ Allmendinger wins at Atlanta. He's won at Atlanta in the old configuration. Yes. He's going to win with the new mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go with somebody who hasn't really dominated much this year, but I think that such a wild card race, a very adaptable driver is going to need to, uh, to, to really overcome a lot of the different pitfalls. Cause I don't think we're going to see exactly a super speedway race like we normally do. So I'm going to go with Ty Gibbs on this one. I think Ty Gibbs is a very uh, quick adapting driver. And as long as he keeps out of other people's messes, I think he'll be somebody who's a threat to win. It's been a good week for this team um, as far as first go. And the closest this guy has come to winning in his career was on a super speedway. And uh, I'm going to say Riley Herbst is going to finally get it done this weekend. Ah, okay. okay. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a wild uh, card race and anything can happen. I think Riley, he needs to put up or shut up. I think this is this weekend. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, I think I think the chat's following you, man. The chat, I mean, the chat is, I mean, I see a lot of 16s and 9s. I've seen a, a lot of Almondingers or Gregson. You could put up a poll. But... I'm going to put up a poll for that. Okay. Yeah. Just between Noah Gregson and AJ. Hold on. Well, Answer my that, poll? While poll? you're doing that, who's who's going to suck in the cup race, yes. Darian? Uh, yes, I was just about to get to that. Who's going to suck this weekend in the cup race? Uh, race and, and... Let me see. I mean, there's a lot of candidates at the moment. I mean, we're still early in the season, and again, this could be a wild card race. Mm, you know, I I gotta see a little bit more out of him. It hasn't been the greatest start, but you know, I'm I'll I'll be willing to pick him as a, a dark horse later on in the season. But for now, I'm sorry, Harrison. I gotta I gotta pick you, man, Harrison Burton. Sorry, sorry. You gotta improve a little bit more. Gotta improve a little bit more. But we're still early in the season. A really is really a shot in the dark. I really have no rationale for any of my picks, so I'll just throw out. Um, oh, I think who's in the college cards? Gregson, right? I don't want to pick mm-hmm. against Gregson. I think he'll do fine. I'll go Kurt Busch. Uh, I'm going Brad Kozlowski. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I'm going Kozlowski too. He's going to someone. <laughs> Everybody, everybody just immediately goes with Keselowski there. And uh, uh, who, who they got for it? Don't matter with suck. It's going to be no uh, point in it. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it I looks like they're Cole leading Keselowski. Yeah, I see three or four Keselowskis on my screen. Yeah, I've seen a lot of Keselowski. Let's just go with that one. I'm trying to it, see the poll post. Yeah, it's it's yes. up. It's it, up. It did, yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't see it. My bad. All right. So we'll just we'll give him Keselowski for the suck pick. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right, so as far as underdogs are concerned, I am going to go with Noah Gregson again. You know, not only do I think he'll win the Atlanta race in Xfinity, but I think he'll put up a decent run in his Cup Series debut with colleagues. So we'll see. 
I actually think Brad Keselowski is my underdog pick. He's been so bad to start this year, but what was the one highlight when he won his dual race at Daytona? That's true. Yeah, he, yeah, he crashed some people in the 500, but he was up front the whole time. And I don't know. I'm betting all in that Atlanta's going to race like a baby super speedway. It probably won't, but I, I'm, that's where I'm starting at. So I think Keselowski has a good day. Okay. Oh, I got Dana Suarez. I, I realized it wasn't. It, I, I was looking at the poll because it's looking like it's going towards uh, yeah. AJ. I was just about um, to say, you want me to end the poll? I mean, it looks like. Yeah, it's, it's I, I got Daniel. Yeah. I got Daniel Suarez. He seems to be pretty adaptable and a little bit of that super speedway ism to this race. If it's not a full one, still, I think will help him stay up there. Okay. We, we talked about this guy doing pretty good at Phoenix, and uh, I'm going to say Todd Gillen can also be an underdog having another good run. Oh, yeah, that's right. Completely forgot about his uh, top 20 at Phoenix. That's right. Uh, as far as the chat's concerned, well, I see MV round MV MVR owner says um Co, uh, Kurt Angle will suck. <laughs> yeah. You suck. suck. You suck. Yeah. Um let's see. I see 43 23. Uh, I'm not I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying anything consent. Yeah, I'm not saying anything consent. Just shoot one in the dark. Here comes Actually, some ones. Chastain's coming in. No, let's yeah, just, let's give him Chastain. Yeah, might as well just give him Chastain. It won't matter but might as well. Okay, and now for the main part of the Cup Series picks. Who's going to win? Who's going to win? Atlanta. Oh, yeah, I go first. Who is going to win, Jerry? Uh, Yeah, I was about to say, oh, yeah, I go first. I'm not used to this. I'm so nervous. Uh, (laughs) Um, So who's going to win at Atlanta? I mean, again, don't know what type of racing we'll see. I mean, I'm, you know, on one side, on one hand, I want to go with the first time winner because I feel like, you know, did he blow his mic out? He did. Yeah, he blew his mic out. Yeah, you're really quiet now, Darian. <laughs> Wait, I'm still quiet. That's a little better. Yeah, just oh, dang it. Okay, uh, is it still good? Is it still good? Dude, I can fine. hear you, but oh, okay, all right, dang it. Sorry, I'm... <laughs> after you give your pick, try unplugging and plugging. Oh right, yeah, yeah, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. Um, so uh, I'll just make my pick quick. Um, I'm going to go. With what I call old, old reliable, even though, I mean, again, I'm just not quite sure what we're going to see this weekend, but I feel like this pick won't do me wrong as long as his engine doesn't blow up. Kyle Larson will win this weekend. Old faithful. Uh, we're on a super speedway. Again, I'm just, I'm, I'm bought in that it's going to be a super speedway just for the sake of making these picks. Uh, Ryan Blaney. I think Ryan Blaney's going to win it. He's been fast. I think he's going to get his first win of the season. How's that sound? Yeah, a lot better. Okay. I'm 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 gonna roll with Darian on this one. You know, I I pl- I played it pretty safe, I think, with my picks, and I think Kyle Larson still is a safe pick, um, because I I'm kind of banking on it being a hybrid kind of race, semi super speedway, sort of what we saw in the All Star race in 2018. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give Larson as my pick. I probably will instantly regret it now if they go full on super speedway, but for now I'll go with oh, Kyle Larson. Yeah, because based on Larson's track record, not the best super speedway racer. I honestly think whether it's super speedway or not, this car won last time we were here. I think Ross Chastain will get his first win this weekend. Yeah, good point. Um, I think the chat's going with Blaney. I see a lot of twelves, man. Yeah, they're going with Blaney. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, y'all Blaney, Blaney. That's that, that's also a, that's also a pretty safe pick because he won here last yeah. year on regular, and he's good at super speedways. So, yeah. so I'll, I'll, chat, they pick two out I'll of be, three, same as me. I'll be I'll be honest. It, it, it's awesome when we pick semi similar on these because it's easier for me to keep track of drivers. Yeah. All 
All right. So, hey, we'll see how we improve in the points. Hopefully I keep my lead. Please, Lord willing. Hopefully I keep my lead. But, uh, hey, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm, I'm taking risks. I'm either going to get out of basement or I'm going to go even further. Yeah. So. We'll see what happens. All right, so I will read the rest of the final Super Chats. Again, thank you guys so much for donating to tonight's podcast. Uh, let me load it up really quick, and let me scroll all the way back down. Mm, okay, there we go. All right, here we go. Alex, thank you so much for the $5 Super Chat. Hey, guys, I'm going to the Indy 500. Any chance of you guys going? Um, no, not really this year, but perhaps next year, though, for sure. I think. Yeah, if, I, if I'm being honest, I wanted to, but honestly, with the price of gas going, I'd probably yeah. gonna be one I have to scratch. It's nuts. So, Eric, Jared, what do you? No, not yet. No, uh, yeah, yeah I've, not I've, this travel, year. Travel plans are getting tighter as the days go on. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you, man. I feel you. GN with the five bucks. Uh, 2021 Indy 500. One green flag. Full screen commercial. I know that was NBC's biggest race of the year, but Fox has to cut down on the number of commercials. I mean, yeah, they, how, um, you know, on the flip side, they are running a business though. But yeah, I do agree. Yeah, yeah, you know, you do need to find some some type of middle ground because it does get ridiculous. Oh, and really quick, Blue Jimmy Forty Eight fan, thank you so much for being a channel member for the past eleven months. Damn, almost a year. Three more weeks. Dot dot dot. Not gone wood. Oh yeah, I I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean, buddy. Yep, I know. Yep, it's coming. It's coming. Jar Jar Binks. Oh God, you're back. Thank you so much for the two dollars <laughs> super chat. Misa banded uh, banded Danica from Misa City. Okay, so I guess Danica's banned from whatever city he's in. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, poor Danica. Groovy Goose, thank you so much for the two but for the two dollar super chat. B- uh, put Jim Ross in the booth. Also, spin the UFO again. Spin it. Spin it. Once I got gotcha. you, Danny. You're a wrestling fan. What did you think of that? Him in the booth <laughs> for now. Uh, nah, <laughs> no. <laughs> Pass his prime <laughs> at this point. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, Shannon, uh, Shannon Greenway, thank you so much for the five dollar super chat. You guys talking about these Fox segments make me realize how much I miss NASCAR Victory Lane on Speed, dude. We all grew up with those shows, man. Dude, I, I miss it every for every pre and post race show, man. Just the na- race it NASCAR race day, and then yeah, the NASCAR Victory Lane segments, man. They were the best, definitely for sure. Jar Jar Binks with the five dollar super chat. Misa and Danny Wissa now Facebook friends. Wissa mm-hmm. gonna boo doo doo head Harvick. Oh, there we go again. We haven't had a Harvick slam. Uh, like this all year. It's I don't know if we're gonna do that, Jar Jar. Yeah. Uh, Misa also gonna be at Martinsville. Misa going to Xfinity and Cup races. Oh, guys, you're gonna do this in person. You're gonna do this in person now probably talk like jar jar Binks. okay well it'll be it'll be nice to meet you there if i do end up going for sure alex with the five dollar super chat i watch old d dell jr download I, oh, excuse me i watch old dell jr download where um hendrick nearly had a deal with richard petty in 83 oh wow how many more wins uh, would richard have had if he joined hendrick i don't think he would have had too many after <laughs> i don't know I, at that point he was, you know, worn down at that point, a worn down driver. He was just trying to finish races at that point. I'm not sure he would be winning more races after his 200th, I don't think. I mean, what, what did you guys think? No? <laughs> yeah, no not way. too many more, yeah. if, if any. Yeah, no way. Answer Das with the $5 Super Chat. My lookout on Atlanta is that I'm very, um, I'm very cautious about it because I've been a fan too long, and I know how many times I've been let down. I'm a Hamlin fan. Oh, yes, yeah, don't worry. Hey, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Maybe Hamlin might improve. Hey, we'll see, we'll see. 
Uh, and also really quick, oh, Movement! Yo, thank you so much, Movement, for becoming an official BFM channel member. He helps me run my Discord, so really appreciate that, bro. Awesome. Great to see you. Andrew Mayer with the $2 Super Chat. Brad K didn't wreck. He just had to be super slow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Poor Brad. Coleslaw Custard, I love that name, with the Canadian $2.79. Thank you so much. After watching Darian race, he should replace Eric. Are you talking about, um, uh, are you talking about me on iRacing or something? I, I think, I, 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 I don't know. The you can thing... replace me in any race, yeah. Darian. I yeah, suck. Sure. I... Yeah. All right, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. And then Tyler with the two hour super chat. What if they did E series and stadiums for 10 races? That, that could be viable. Yeah, that could be viable. Mm. Yeah, hey, you never know. And Alex with the $10 Super Chat. Happy Briscoe Juan. I had my name on his Knoxville truck with my grandpa. Oh, that's cool. I lost that's my grandpa awesome. in March. Well, sorry to hear that. And just had a feeling and uh, to see Chase run. Um, um, he helped uh, make sure he got that win um, we wanted in Knoxville. I, I'm, I'm sorry for your, for your loss, my man, but that's a pretty cool story, though. Glad Chase won, definitely. Mm -hmm. uh, Ethan Ball, thank you so much for the $1 super chat. Just just as, you know, just uh, donated a dollar and didn't say anything else. Mark B with the $2 super chat. Do you think Greg Biffle will get um, a top 20 this year? Mm, it depends. Nah, it it on depends. A, on a super speedway, maybe. Yeah, like maybe when a bunch of the field wrecks, but not straight up. No, no. Mm -hmm. Alex Luft with the $5 Super Chat. Is it just me, or does Darian sound Ren, Ren from Ren and Stimpy when he says win? <laughs> what, what is that? I haven't, some... I haven't seen Ren and Stimpy. It's a cartoon. Oh, okay. Wait. Um, you... Oh my God, we got we got work to do Wait, next maybe, time we're together. Maybe maybe I've seen it, but I don't know the name. You know, like maybe that's. What I, I'll, sh I'll show you all after the show. Is that how okay. he talks? He's like, are we in? Is that, is that like... yeah, I, I'll show you all okay. after the show. Okay, yeah, show me after the show. I might have seen it before. Yeah. All right, let me refresh really quick. We had a couple of more super chats, not too many, but again, thank you guys so much for donating tonight. Uh oh, there we go. All right, um, Jim Jim Lowski CR or John Lowski CR. Thank you so much for the five dollar super chat. Hey guys, what has been your least favorite paint scheme so far this year with the new numbers? Uh, Eric, you start us off. You you're very paint scheme. You know you you know the good and bad ones. You spot them. Yeah, I mean there've been some bad ones. There's been a few that really don't use the space very well. Some mm -hmm. of Reddick's have actually not like the Lenovo one was kind of weird. Mm -hmm. Where he had like the sticker just doesn't fit. Like I wish the Dewalt ones took more advantage of the space above the wheel. Um, those are really the only ones I don't like. I thought Logano's with the the Penzoy one, he did actually use the space really well. I actually like that. It was simple, but I like that one a lot. So that's mm -hmm. not the question, but those are a couple that come to mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and almost any with the Chrome. Uh, you don't yeah, like any one. of the Chrome ones? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. The Chrome got overused in testing and I've immediately turned me off of it. I see. Like aside like, from Wood Brothers. I like the Keslowski Chrome that they've changed that one's the good color too. to match mm -hmm. the scheme. I like that one, but other than that, I'm with you. Yeah. I think the one that I haven't liked the most, honestly, is Byron's because it worked good on, you know, the old style doing numbers, but I feel like the 24 is way too far forward compared to the, the Exalta oh, logo. Yeah. Oh, like they're, they're, they're just like, they adjusted Larson's to make it look work. They didn't do the same for Byron's. So I don't get why True. they didn't do that. Yeah. I'll go with Byron's too. Yeah. It's very ugly looking that way. And uh Kevon Weston with the $5 super chat. If you're happy, um, it's 316 day. Give me a hell yeah. Yes. Right. And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. That's right. 
Yeah, oh, is that a wrestling reference? I didn't know. You don't know yeah. Stone Cold, damn it! <laughs> I know who he is. I didn't know that was his catchphrase. Yeah, he, he, he had a big speech after winning King of the Ring where he uh, he said, like, and that's the bottom line because Stone, Stone Cold, Cold said, said so. Stuff, like, Austin 316, you yeah, know, something like that. Freestyle, he started freestyling on him, like rapping on him? Yeah, I had freestyle promo, basically, yeah. Yeah, basically. And Jared, you can add that to the cuss list, the because um, I did say the D word. <laughs> uh, Turnpike with the two dollars super three. chat. Uh, spend, oh, I'm leading now. Nice. Uh, spending uh, two dollars <laughs> just to call Eric a goofy goober. <laughs> That's me. Uh, a goofy I'm a goofy goober. Yeah. I got my Moby still here. Hey, hey, I'm do you remember? Do, do do any of y'all remember the song? I'm a goofy goober. Yeah, you're yeah. a goofy goober. So yeah, bad. we're all goofy goobers. Yeah, goofy goofy goober. Goofy, I, I I dragged my poor father to that movie. I think I think we just got a copyright strike from Viacom. Oh, I swear, yeah. I swear. You were God. too good, Darian. You I were too swear to too God. on key. Too that better not perfect. Happen. All right, we're almost done with super chats. I promise. Isaac, thank you so much for the two hour super chat. I'd rather watch Fox pre race than Jar Jar Binks. That, that's Damn. fair. Getting roasted, yeah. bro. Damn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The the dumb goblin with the five dollar super chat. They the need what? to change. I don't know. It says dumb, dumb goblin. Dumb, dumb goblin. Yeah, that's what I said, right? Dumb goblin. No, said Dang, dumb I said dumb. Goblin. Dang it. All right, fine. Dumb, dumb goblin with the five dollars super chat. They need to change up commercials. We know we need. Uh, um, we know we need to try it first, and we get it. Logano saved at the pump. Surprised, I haven't seen. No one saving at the pump. I'm sorry. Bro. And and you know what's funny about that? Logano tweeted out something today because he saw the commercial. He was like filling up his gas. He freaking cut out the price of the gas. I, he didn't show it, but I guarantee that was an eighty something. It, I saw. It said eighty, bro. It was it was nuts. I'm like, bro, I got news for you, bro. Nobody's saving at the pump right now. That's why I'm I'm crossing out some races on my schedule that I planned on driving to. I'm like, no, I'm not paying all all this money for gas. I'm good. Ethan Bell sending another one dollar super chat. Thanks, man. And finally, the final super chat of the night comes from GN. Thank you so much for the two dollars, buddy. Fox not the same since Burns died. Plus Spencer left. Hey, yeah. I I yes, I hundred percent agree, bro. For those of you who didn't watch Steve Burns growing up and Tommy <laughs> Spencer, oh yeah, those were the sorry. Times, I didn't mean to laugh there because it was a horrible time. But the the gobble, the dumb goblin gave another. Super oh, chat I saw. Too. Okay, two more super chats. I promise. Okay. So, um, Dom Goblin, thank you so much for the $2. Insults! Insults! I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. And then and then Gavin Ad- Adcock with the $5 super chat. Hey, Eric, when does season 78 of the Double E Cup Series start? 78? <laughs> Are you really at that high? Are you at that high, Eric? We skipped 69, the nicest. Oh, nice. Yeah. But, um, nice. Yeah. Any, any plans? I'll be here all week. All the bad memes you could ever want. But any plans for the double E? Oh, no, no, no. That's, that's been dead and gone. <laughs> you, you, you'll probably do like an exhibition race here and there. I did it. I did that clash stop motion and nobody watched it. So I think oh! I mean, my, channel, my channel's officially graduated. If oh. say. Oh, well. I, I, I think I miss your NASCAR parodies more than a stop I motion. Do. I do. My favorite so. NASCAR parody, and I watched this. I was a sophomore in high school at the time when you uploaded your spotter one. I remember watching that. Oh, yeah. The spotter one. You were like, one Classic. inside and your Dale Jr. impersonation that was and and your DW and, one was great. It was spot. And then and then I saw on on Twitter today your three Eric's was making the rounds for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. Things I thought were dead and gone. Uh, no, <laughs> nothing ever dies on the internet. That's for sure. 
But uh, anyways, that'll do it for Super Chats. And also, that'll do it for this edition of the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. Thank you guys so much for watching. Join us next week on Wednesday night, March 23rd at 8 p.m. Eastern Time over on... Which channel is it? Eric's channel. Yes, over on Eric Estep's channel. Uh, We might have a guest lined up. Hey, you never know. We'll see what happens with that. But uh, yeah, um, we'll be going over all of the events of Atlanta and all of the news in the NASCAR world. Okay, so... Uh, Can't wait. It's going to be the, technically the first live show on my channel this oh, year. Oh, I was about to say, we're actually oh, going to go live yeah. this time. Like, we're not having any yep. problems this time. You know, no mm-hmm. internet issues. But that... Oh, yeah. That damn dude, uh, I, just for, for uh, yeah. full closure yeah. chat, we were so pissed off that night. <laughs> I'm just saying. I was letting him know. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, hey, all good. We finally get to go live on Eric Step's channel. That's going to be a blast. Cannot wait. So... That'll do it for this edition of the NASCAR Weekly Podcast over on Black Flags Matter. Thank you guys so much for watching. This is Black Flags Matter. Catch you next time. That was perfect. Hey, uh, cut out. It's all good. Anyways, goodbye. Green, green. Holy moly. Great job. Yeah. This guy. Thank you. Wow. Hell yeah. Woo-hoo. Great job, man. Yeah. Now we got a crash. Car spinning left and right. Ready? Run a rip. Right like hell, baby. Come on. Oh, my God, guys. Yes. Yes. Unbelievable. You guys are the best. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, what a year. Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at forneyind.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.